Okay. Um, welcome to the Barely D&D Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach, and I'm the DM, and uh, it is Seven World of Yabbit. Wait, we've, already, we've done this stuff before. Anyway, if you're listening, you're probably here for this level of professionalism, so it's all good. This is the Barely D&D Podcast, <laughs> where a bunch of Yay. dorks... Huh? I said woo. woo. Yeah, yeah, woo. woo. Uh, where a bunch of dorks <laughs> spend their Friday evenings attempting to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, we are playing in the Accidental Adventures campaign uh, with our, um, our three PCs, and this is the second episode, Adventure 6, Magic Lane. Um, the date is 3488PB, Tefrar 22, which is an early summer. I don't think I've actually explained that yet. Oh, are we in summer right now? Yeah, we're, we're, you're in early summer. What's okay. the climate like in Portland? Well, remember, it's very pleasant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I completely just checked to see if the date was correct. On your computer? On my computer. (laughs) Bad news for you. (laughs) Two problems there. There was no date available at the top of the screen, and you were talking about in the game and not in real life. It's very not real. What was the date again? Uh, 3488 Mm -hmm. PB. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tefra, which is going to be spelled T-E-P-H, apostrophe, T-H-R-A-R. Tef Okay. 22. Cool. Abby takes the notes. Yeah. That's yeah. what she do. Yeah. She's like a librarian. Just without a library. Oh my gosh, you've got big librarian energy. <laughs> really? Yes, you do. Oh. Oh, <laughs> So first with the recap of last time. Uh, last time was Adventure 5, The Pearl of Unson. Um, after weeks and weeks at sea, the party awoke in the public quarters of the shipping vessel known as the Tomorrow's Memory, to the dim, hollow cry of a long-worn bell and a shout of Land Ho from the crew of the upper deck. Uh, when the party reached the top deck to view their long-intended destination, wonder and created beauty unforetold greeted their eyes. The first rumors of an early summer sunrise... The, sorry, the first rumors of an early summer sunrise... Oh, there's early summer, there you go. Um, <laughs> colored the sprawling glory of the framed city, Port Resplendissant. The city-state, its own sovereign nation, held wonder upon wonder for the trio wandering around the rumored metropolis, and the newly formed group meandered into the Warm Heart Inn for plenty of pleasant times in their novel shared company. Uh, Craig cried, naked in a lightless bathroom, <laughs> Greta threw up at the barbarian, Boz tasted legendary bread, and all not in that order. Um, after some recuperation and a good sleep, the party wandered into the immense Pearl of Unsen, the city, um, to see what may be found. Uh, it was just after the purchase of fine armaments and weapons. That's right. You guys got uh, got dope, Yo. dope swag. I got uh, dope swag. So sorry I said that. What? Nothing else. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Uh, it was just after the purchase of fine armaments and weapons that the party made their turn down the fabulous and wondrous magic lane of Port Resplendissant's market district. Wild, desultory architecture... Strange aesthetics and illusory signs all beckon the party in any number of directions. Strangers in this incredible street of magic wonders waiting to be explored. Mm-hmm. So, um, for the actual, you know, for the players trying to figure out, pick up where you guys were, um, you guys are just on that, that mag, the magic street, basically. Magic street. Mm-hmm. Um, where uh, uh, there's all those crazy shops at every side, and you guys are just there. Um, with uh, gold burning a hole in your pocket and a city to explore. We don't have a lot of gold left. We... No, you don't. Um, and what you're actually going to discover momentarily is that uh, in this level of the game, it's just not a bunch of gold at all. 
but that's okay. Um, if we roll uh, a natural 20, it's good enough for anything. So. Uh-huh. Um, and uh-huh. Uh, you guys can still explore the space, and it'll be fun either way. Um, so, uh, oh, that's the wrong campaign I've just opened. Um, Is there a wizard battle going on right now? I'm sorry. Maybe a, a wizard, <laughs> like wizard, a wizard battle. You gotta check. You know, like periodically. Uh, roll a perception check, boss. Okay. <laughs> roll for wizard battle. Let's see. I got a seven. Wait, what am I rolling? <laughs> perception. Oh, perception. Okay. That is a solid thirteen. Wow. What's what's your what's, what's your highest roll so far in this campaign? <laughs> I think it's been like. 17? It's not high. I'm just kidding. I've rolled a natural 20. You know, I really like... Oh, wait. No, they can't hear the music. They can't hear the music. It's great. They'll hear it next time. We tried to get music set up, and then we realized, oh, we're not ready for this at all. And so we just... That was on the DM. We'll have it next time. It's all. <laughs> so what you are you what you are missing is da 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 da. Yeah, Mike, if you could just do the acapella version of it, that's great. You do that the whole time. Greg fell asleep. Greg fell asleep, and this is what's playing in his head. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just. I'm just kidding. It's fine. Um. Uh. So you got a thirteen. Um. You, you are looking around the street, and uh, you don't see any wizard battles, okay. um, but you do see what are probably casters. Um, and you... Do you want me to sort of, like, reset the scene? Yes. Okay, no problem. Um, so, you are in the city of Port Esplenditon, which is massive, and um, uh, it's got, like, probably hundreds of thousands of people in it, which is actually, uh, just for reference, Boz and Greta... Um, probably more people than you knew were in the world. Um, so you guys are having like a real, like, I grew up in Iowa, but also we never heard about much of the rest of the world. And all of a sudden I'm in New York and holy crap sort of moment with all this different layered architecture and structure all around you. And right now on Magic Lane, it's this like, it's this like six block street um, that bleeds into other streets that continue on, but this section of this street is called Magic Land. It's what it's referred to in the Market District. And there's wild and incredible shops of very different architecture. All of Port Esplendison has this feeling of, because it's built by so many different peoples from so many different places, that like the buildings change a lot. Um, but this street specifically, it's like, oh, I feel like there's something from Harry Potter like this, and I can't remember. Diagonally. Diagonally, yes. It's, that's it's got a real about. feeling of, like, every single building looks like it doesn't belong with any of the others. <laughs> like, every it. single one was uniquely and individually made, and some were built on top of each other, and um, the ones of note I will run through again. I have um, of them. Immediately on your left, there was... I'll, I'll do it a bit more briefly. Immediately on your left, there was the, uh, like, just right at the mouth of the street, there was that, like, monster parts bazaar, um, where it's just basically, like, one long L bar built into a building with a roof on it, and it's a pillar standing, and then a completely different building on top of that, and it's just, like, there's nothing but dark wood and hooks of monster parts hanging, uh, and, and, like, this really big, uh, orc dude, yeah. uh, at the bar, I can't remember <laughs> what he was. Uh, sorry, I've got to remember like 70 characters today. You're good. Um, so there was that spot on your left. Then further up the street, um, there was um, a building of nothing but white marble with like this this illusory text in the air saying Le Jolie Clé. And none of you guys speak in, in Sinian, so you have no idea what that means. But it's just this white gleaming building with nothing else next to it. Almost no fixtures or windows. It's crazy looking. There was another one further down the street that was like this big like 
uh, like gothic layered, like almost like a chapel building, but like in this huge structured, um, it's got like real like English um, Hogwarts vibes. And uh, that's where you've seen a couple people on, on brooms headed toward. And it said Birok's Arcane Academy, taking up like a whole half block. Um, there was also, uh, further down the street, you saw uh, this really beautiful dark mahogany building that had this, um, this huge sustained image of an ethereal blue illusory hand in the air with a quill in its hand. And that hand is always drawing or writing things. And they're always different. And it'll like sweep over it and the image will disappear and then it'll make another one. And below that, it's said in floating text, the living tapestry. Um, uh, then, and you know what? I'll tell you what, there's a lot. Um, so how about, it's a crazy street, with a lot of magic stuff. And when you guys want to look at other spots, I can run down other explanations. But you don't see any wizard battles, but you do see a lot of magic looking people and uh, all of these crazy businesses. Okay. Okay, wow, this is a lot. Um... I have a question. Is there anything that looks like a, like a tavern or like a hangout spot? Not on this street. Okay. You get the feeling that, that, that sections of the markets district are like, because of Unsen's size, mm-hmm. like you could go another block down and probably find something. Okay. But like, um, it's got, in like ancient fantasy terms, it's got really shopping strip mm-hmm. feels where it's like, it's mm-hmm. so big that you need to have a section where it's like, you get clothes here. This is clothes. Okay. <laughs> and this section of the city is like, this is the magic stuff. Okay. Let's go to the place where the brooms are. The brooms? Okay. the brooms? I'm still looking for fruit. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That. I cannot believe you remembered that. Um, <laughs> it's, she's she's like, like, I hope she doesn't. Like, it's been a week. Is there like a magic fruit stand somewhere? <laughs> who's who's looking for it? Me. Well, Make I it. just said that. I said to the group. I'm Make still looking for fruit. Check. Oh, what the heck? Whoa, you're mortal. Dude. Look at that. That's a, she got three. Yeah, she got three. Seven. Still a seven, but still terrible. Um, you were standing there at the <laughs> mouth of this immense street um, with all of these. You saw some pretty crazy stuff okay. in your time in that land you were at previously. Where yeah. Of yeah. Lots of mystery weird looking fruit. Yes. Um, but this is blowing you bonkers. Okay. Um, that, uh, that cave that you guys explored a while back was a pretty amazing experience. You had some crazy experiences with those nice old ladies, mm-hmm. but this is really blowing your mind. And um, you've seen people fly for the first time. Um, there's like 20 different races you've never seen before. Um, there's the, the diversity of buildings is massive and crazy. You are having hard times making heads and tails of this place. It's incredible and wonderful. But uh, no you're basically someone who's never seen like, who was stuck in like the smallest of West Texas towns who just mm-hmm. walked into Disneyland and it's just kind of overwhelming. Okay. No fruit. Gotcha. Anyone else doing anything? Mm. I... I don't know what we should do. I don't think anything is a wrong choice. Do y'all want to just like walk to the closest thing and see what's going on? Yeah, that worked for us last time. Yeah, right. it sure did. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Let's go. What do the streets look like? Like, is it like paved cobblestone? DM? Yes, yes. Um, everything in the city is is paved cobblestone, um, <clears throat> and it's not square. Um, it's like sort of round stones stuck in together, and some sort of a binding material in between. Okay. Uh, that also looks earthen. Um, and whatever they once looked like, uh, that's actually a very interesting question that you ask. So whatever they once looked like, all they look like now is very, very, 
very warm. They've gotten to the place where you guys wouldn't have context for this because concrete doesn't exist in this world, but they almost look like concrete paved streets mm. because so many feet have strode have strode for so long across these stones that like the whole street is worn together. I I have never seen anything like this before in my entire life. And I don't think I'll ever see anything like this I ever again. Don't think it's that. It's a little grim that you've never yeah. seen anything like this. But do that's you think? Okay. Are you doing okay? Like, what do I, you mean? Are, what do you like? It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. I just, I just can't. I can't. I just can't think about it. I just need to keep going. I well, think you should go walk under it. that really pretty, like, waving hand. Right about this time, as you guys were having this conversation, there's like. There's no moment in the city, like you can get places where there's like higher or lower densities of people. There's no moment in the city where there's not about a couple hundred people on eyesight at all times. It's how many people there are. Sometimes they're more spread out, sometimes they're closer together, but they're always around. And about this moment, there's like a, and this cart comes up to you guys and a gnome riding on it says, would you get to the side of the road? I'm waving and wildly. Then, uh, and they're just like sort of moving you to the side as the beast of burden pulling it. They're trying to get you to get out of the middle of the road. I just kind of like stumble, like still staring at this giant thing in front of me. Okay. And just kind of like, just like, whoa. Craig hobbles. Okay. I don't know why you're hobbling. hobbling. (laughs) Wait, that hobbling is where you're like, you know. Sure, yeah. I would say shuffle. Okay, I'm shuffling's like like, like you've broken a leg <laughs> and you're awkwardly moving from limb to limb into a See, that's what I was like. Maybe it means that. But sure, like no, uh, Craig tucks a leg under no, like, no, like, like on, on both of his hands and one leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like you have to have your shuffles. adverbs perfect. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry about adverbs are not enough for you guys. Um, adjectives are adjectives. I know. I I. Yeah. I trusted you. you <laughs> I trusted Craig, you Craig, you shuffle over to the side of the road. I shuffle. Yeah. Um, so everyone moves to the side and the car goes <laughs> on by. Um, what are you guys doing? I go... I, I, guys, I look at Greta I and we make the eye contact with the hands. The hands. Yeah. I think that me and Greta, we like... I'm like... Yeah, we just like make eye contact and we're like, I understand exactly. But I don't... Okay. <laughs> you don't what? Don't want to make eye contact? Well, she doesn't. Okay. Just in general. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> Do you want to go see the hand? Yes. Okay. Bye, Oz. I'm coming with you guys. What are you talking about? Inspiration. Inspiration. Yay. Okay, I mean, do you want to leave me here? It's up to you. Like, whatever you want. <laughs> I was going like, to go gonna, with you guys okay. wherever. Maybe that's fine. Whatever you want. I thought we were friends and stuff. Oh, wait. No, I forgot. You were, like, kind of nice to me earlier, so I guess you can come with me. I don't like Craig anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were a party. Wait. <laughs> Landon, did you say that out loud? I... Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm that's a, yes, I know. Was that internal monologue? I, I can't have have decide if that was no, in character. It's, it's his. He can say whatever he wants to about it. I think that was outside of character. That wasn't. I wouldn't Anyway, what are you guys doing? We go see the hand. Okay, I'm going towards the hand. As we're walking, so, can I do a perception check to see what looks like the most fey? Fey? Like the most like fey <laughs> magic? Yes, make an investigation check. Like as we're walking along. That is a 17. Holy crap. Oh my goodness, five. did you guys flip? 22. Oh, he took your mojo. Um, so you're happy. Um, 22. Boz, as you're walking down the street looking around, it's it's an overwhelming of things, uh, overwhelming array of things to look through, but there's two things that really catch your eye. Um, nothing strikes you as like, oh, that's clearly fake, especially while you're in a city. I mean, like a metropolis. Um, but that 
you guys are walking by it as you're going forward. But that very first thing you saw on your left, that square um, corner shop, um, it looks fey in that some of the parts hanging from the wall looks sort of fey. Okay. <laughs> um, so so not has, a whole lot, basically. No, but it has creature parts, and creatures can be fey. Um, uh, and then further down the street, um, that I hadn't brought it back up this time, but that that weird like stone and wood cottage like building that looked like it was straight from like mid 1700s Europe that was just sort of sandwiched in between two buildings with like that that um, wooden thatch roof and that single window like 20 feet off the ground and that single door with the barrel next to it and the monkey skeleton sitting on it. Um, that one strikes you as being slightly thin. Only in that there's something really weird going on with that de- with that skeleton monkey thing. And while that could be necromantic, not that you necessarily know what necromancy is, um, while that could be slightly necromantic, like, weird magic can often be fey. But you're not getting any Omega fey vibes. <laughs> omega fey. After, hey, uh, guys, uh, after we finish uh, going to the, the, the place with the hand, can we go to that one with the weird monkey outside? I cannot promise you anything. What was the name of that? Did that have a name? There is, that is one of the only things on the street okay. with no sign, no gotcha. name. I want to see. The, is it kind of abandoned? It looks like it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. And there's there's that one building way down the street that looks like it's straight up abandoned. Okay. Like that ramshackled shack squeezed in between two buildings that just has a dim light coming from within. Yeah. Those are the two those are the two buildings on the street with no signs or names. I say we quickly run through the uh the yeah. hand place. Just kind of see what's up, check living it out. Tapestry. And the living tapestry. Prioritize. Yeah. The living tapestry. That's that what the hand yeah, place is called. called. Okay, the hand place. You said that was so much sass. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's writing it over and over. <laughs> as as you guys are having this discussion, Craig, you look over and the living tapestry in common is just shining in huge <laughs> illusory letters over the street. The Craig? hand place. We're going to go to the hand place and we're going to check it out. And then we're going to go to the dead monkey. I hear it's a really handy place. Uh-huh. Get out. <laughs> Get out. You did. Oh, I think I made that same damage. I think I made that same joke last session. I think probably. you did. <laughs> and I make go, it every okay. session from now. You know, we can talk about going, but can we actually like? Okay, 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 yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Greta starts like walking towards the hand place. Just because okay, so the lettering is blue, going. right? What? The lettering is blue, right? Um, oh, the color is the lettering. Keeps changing. Okay, it reminds me of. Fruit. I love it. Oh, I love multi. Okay, yeah, let's go in there first. <laughs> I want to go in there first. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, uh, so as you guys get closer, um, it's really lovely. It's very simple. Um, it has, uh, it's one of the only buildings on the street. So the, the cobblestone street, there's no true sidewalk. It just comes right up to the buildings. Um, but there's like kind of a sidewalk just in that, like even more people have walked there and it's even more worn down and and smooth together. But the, um, that building is entirely wood, just slatted wood right next to each other. This really dark brown, rich, like coffee brown mahogany. Um, very long stained, but the stain is so old that like, the only way that you can tell that it's stained wood is that it has retained that color and hue, but time has worn it so long that it no longer has the like reflective quality of freshly stained wood. And um, it, uh, it's the only building on the street that has a slight like deck that comes off the front that you could step up onto to go in front of it. Sort of like with like a, a saloon vibe, but very nothing else about it is saloon like. And as an awning that stretches forward off the top of the front wall, and that's where the illusory stri- script and the hand projects out of. And there's just a really large set of, because uh, the only way saloon-like feature, of saloon doors that would open in and out and swing in and out. And there's no other um, 
Uh, there's some windows on the front that let some light in, but there's nothing decorating them, and they're slightly opaque. So it really looks like it's probably more for light quality than anything. And um, as you guys like work your way off of the stone and start clomping your way up the wood, um, uh, I'm not clomping. Okay, excuse me. As everyone else clomps, clomping. and you don't clomp. I don't clomp. Craig is not clomping. Okay, <laughs> Craig is roll for clomp. Uh, <laughs> Do you actually want me no, to? No, that's not a roll. Um, but as you guys, there is no clomp roll. <laughs> We should make um, one. We should make one. Homebrew anyway, clock. As you guys get closer, um, that, that hand, it's crazy to watch it because it's, it is rapidly painting and designing these detailed images in the air. As you approach it, one of it is like it it draws a horse in the air with this like golden flowing. It's like it's drawing an LEDs. And, and they're floating there in the air and then disappearing in, in lines. And mm-hmm. it draws like a like a Mustang alone on a hill, and then the image starts running. And then it's sort of like dissipates and then the hand reappears and draws something else and it's always something different at all times do you take requests you say up to an illusory hand and nothing happens okay thank okay okay <laughs> you guys pass with the awning as you guys push through the doors um they sort of like and you as you guys walk into the into the space um the inside is the same wood um it's uh and the inside whatever you're expecting it's not that um it's a very very open space, probably 20 feet wide, maybe 40 feet back to the end of the room with probably like an eight foot ceiling. And at the back of the room, there's there's a wall with a door in it on one side and a desk in front of that. Um, a very nice ornate desk with a nice leather bound chair on it. Um, and that appears to be, aside from what I'll describe in a moment, the only thing in the room. Uh, so wherever that door leads to, it's probably like the true heart of, like the offices of this business. The rest of the space just has mirrors lining the wall from one end to the other. Um, wall, vanity mirrors all the way down, um, like a gym almost, um, but only from like about a waist up height. And um, one side of the room has a bunch of really nice, um, like that more of that thick mahogany wood based chairs with all leather, leather topping that look, they have sections that can bend and be locked back into position by levering. And then the other side of the room has tables of the same nature and quality that someone could lay down on. Um, each one of these beds and chairs have little pedestals next to them with like these large cylindrical wooden um, uh, sort of implements coming out from them, little tables that have a number of different ink wells and then drawers and cupboards in them and then a bunch of really small metal metallic things uh, <clears throat> poking out of ringed cups that are sitting next to them. Um, and what you all can see all across this space is that there are people laying down on the chairs, laying down on the tables, facing toward these mirrors, and every one of these people is being tattooed. <sighs> and there are artists next to every one of them who are pulling out these quills and dipping them in different materials and then slowly pinpoint tattooing them, because that is the nature of tattooing in this ancient fantasy world, um, with incredible quality. And uh, at the back of the room, there is uh, a half-orc. Um, he's got like dim gray skin, two tusks pushing out of the front of his lip, uh, which spills over onto his, onto his large square jaw. He has buzz side of his head and this, this dark sleek black hair that comes into this sharp bun in the back, but somehow he kind of makes it work. Um, and there's little streaks of gray in it, and he has these two little spectacles that are resting on his wide, strong cheeks as he looks over paperwork. And he's got, he's pretty muscular and large. He's got this, this nice leather vest, and he's sort of leaning over the desk at the back, and he's rubbing his, his jaw looking over papers. Um, and you guys have just sort of walked into the space. And as you walk in, nobody looks up. Um, and everybody just, like, uh, like a couple heads turn and then go back to what they're doing. And there's every different race here. And the, the artists, there's probably about six different tattoo artists in the space working on people. Some people are waiting. Some people are resting. 
Um, some people are just asleep in their chairs, but a number of people are being worked on. Okay. Y'all want to get tattooed yeah. up? Yes. I'm looking at the mirrors and I'm like, I've never... This is literally Boz. The first time in your life that you've ever seen a mirror. Also, Greta, you too. This is the first... No. I want to change. You might know what a mirror is. You've never seen a mirror. I've never seen myself like this. So before. immediately you're your mind blown by this magic. It's incredible. I've only seen myself in like the context of like murky water and... And, that's very uh, poetic. That's, I mean, that's all I know. You know what I mean? Like You've never seen yourself other I've than never... a reflection of water. That's so crazy. suddenly you get the most accurate look at yourself you've ever seen. I look pretty good. <laughs> I look pretty Craig good. Craig agrees. <laughs> do you say that out loud? Do, do you say that in third person? No, the bear agrees. agrees. <laughs> Craig no, I agrees. Think Craig like, nods in agreement. Okay. I'm just like, yeah. I start making weird faces just to see myself do it. Like Craig, do you want to get matching tattoos? Uh, can I do it too? Yeah, boss. Actually, do you want to get, we could get bumblebees. Oh actually, my! I don't. No. I don't know if. I don't know if How that's much? okay. What? DM in my what? culture is is our tattoos like a thing, or wait, like, yeah, same. Excellent question. Um, in you know what, specifically in your culture, they're not terribly prohibitive prohibitive about things in general. Okay. Um, so long as things are peaceful and. Aww like sort of uh, joyous. They probably wouldn't have an issue with much. I don't know how many people from where you're from would have tattoos, but I also don't know that it's a place where people would get upset about a lot of stuff. Okay. It's a very open, free, hippie culture. I want to go there. You know, guys, I think that, I think we got to do this. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. The time I've spent with you, as short as it's been, has been rich and full of things, good and bad, and bad. But... Rich, but rich. What should we get, and where should we oh. get it? I uh... on my face. No, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, sorry, I'm practicing. Let's okay. make an appointment. I'm sure it looks really busy, so I don't know if we can. I don't. I we can ask me yeah, right now. Yeah. So you guys are just standing in the front of this business having this conversation. No one else is reacting, <laughs> but you're just standing in front of having normal for people to talk amongst themselves. I'm sure, I'm just describing this. Okay. You're not doing anything wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, and after a moment, the gentleman at the back, the the half work at the desk, like sort of like his eyes flit up to you a couple times, and after he notices that you guys don't really approach anything or anywhere, um, he sort of like uh, like he kind of makes eye contact with the three of you and like looks you over for a second, like as if he's as if he was expecting you guys to like sit down in a chair or walk up and talk to someone, someone, you know? Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, he sort of like pauses for a second and he puts a little quill that he's been writing with in an inkwell and he like sort of in a chair and stands up and he walks around the desk. When he, when he gets up, he's pretty big. He's probably like 6'2", maybe. Um, very broad-shouldered and muscular uh, with that, that dull gray skin, these wide, meaty hands. Um, and he starts walking across the room. Uh, he, he just has on that leather vest, which is sort of slightly parted in the middle, no shirt underneath, and he's got on these very nice, like, brown uh, slacks of some, like, sort of nice cloth, uh, cloth silk. And he has, he has no shoes, and he just comes treading across the floor. And eventually, as he gets close to you guys, uh, I haven't done this voice in a while, so forgive me. Uh, he says, um, well, good morning, and welcome to the Living Tapestry. I do a just super dramatic bow, like, <laughs> she does that sometimes. Oh, it's good to meet you. I'm Devin Keller. And he hands out, well, as he hands out his hand, and you hand out your hand to shake it, his hand just sort of wraps around <laughs> the front half of your arm as he shakes it because his hand is so much bigger than his. And he yeah. goes, You got good spunk. Yeah. Uh, what's your name? Greta. Greta. Good mm-hmm. to meet you. I'm Craig. Craig. Uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> strangest name's come for you. <laughs> I'm Boz. Boz. Good to meet you. Uh, Devin Keller, as I said. Devin. Welcome to the Living Tapestry. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, we're thinking about getting tattoos. If we wanted to do that, to do that over there, how uh, can we? How, how far would it have to plan in advance? Do you have? Can we do it now today? Oh, this is the way that we see people. Some yeah. people come in for extended appointments, but a lot of people just simply walk in, let yeah. us know what it is that they're wanting, and we can supply with them immediately. Really? We take you walk-ins all the time. Um, now, uh, are you all looking for magical and non-magical tattoos? Magical. What? What? Wait, the, what, wait. What, what's does the cost difference? Like... Oh, there's a great cost difference, my friend. Oh. Uh, magical tattoos are quite expensive. We have to use fine jewels crushed up to lay them in your skin. Uh, so they look beautiful, and oftentimes they do powerful things for you. Um, for example, we have some tattoos that can make you quicker, um, others that can make you stronger, or smarter, um, some that can even make you physically tougher. Um, even for some high prices, if you're a magic user, we have tattoos that can increase your ability to employ magic, uh, but they can get pretty expensive. I think we should just get a normal one because I think the, 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 ne- the yes, I think the emotional happiness and the emotional that it gives us is mm-hmm. going to give us power, just like the ones the that power, you're saying. You know, the power I, of friendship really power, is yeah, strong. Friendship. <laughs> that is true. Magic. It's cheaper. You're an interesting group, that's for sure. Yeah. What do y'all think about getting bread? I love it. <gasps> getting oh, a loaf I of bread that. tattoo? I want to get yeah. a loaf of bread. Before you all get too excited, uh, it looks like possibly each of you might be newer to this experience. Am I correct mm-hmm. in that? Yes. I've never had That's no problem. Uh, and more than anything, we just want to... We pride ourselves on being one of the finest people to do this in the city. Yep. So we make sure that people who come in here are getting something that they want, mm-hmm. uh, that they'll want for, uh, that they'll be glad to have for a long time. And we want to make sure that people get their money's worth. So I want to be up front. Um, you fine looking individuals, uh, are you familiar with the general pricing schema for tattoos? Yes. No. Oh, yes. No. No, no we are not. Okay, so I you could definitely afford yes. that sort of an item. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. I s- um, How much is it? Uh, well, a small tattoo. And he holds up like his fingers on an arm and gestures to about that much. He's this saying, much? I'd probably be about 20, 125 gold. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then a medium for probably about 200. Can we? Took up an arm. And then probably for the whole arm, probably about uh, 350. Could we do like a service, like a task in exchange? We can do that. <laughs> We're very good at tasks. Yeah. I bet you all. We have, we, like have three days in the, we have three days in the city That's before incredible. we have to leave. So, like, if you have anything that can be done in three days, that'll pay for three tattoos. Um, <laughs> Greta, make a persuasion check with advantage. From us. We really want tattoos. <laughs> that one didn't count. Can you hand me my dice, please, Dean? <laughs> Did it just fall off the table? Where, where is it? It's, it's right, right there. It's right by, by, by your left, left foot. foot. <laughs> under, the, <laughs> under the stool. Oh, it blended in with the floor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fun so, fact, my rug has bees on it. I was just about to say I didn't that. realize that. Okay, so a three. And an 18. Oh, wow. With And persuasion? Yep. So, like, uh, 24. <laughs> She's back. She's back. Um, Guess who's back? The first one was a three. Back there again. He, he pulls up his really large hand and sort of starts rubbing his chin and he goes, <laughs> you know, this is a pretty respected establishment. Uh, and I don't mean that in a hoity-toity way, just mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, we try and take our work very seriously. So mm-hmm. we usually don't trade in anything other than certifiable funds. Mm-hmm. But a lot of spunky fellas like you all come through here. I'm not going to lie. I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for some reason, whatever it might be, we're a bit lower on customers this week than we have been in others. Um, so if you all will be helpful for me in some way, 
I would get each of you all small matching tattoos that I'll do myself. <gasps> wow! I love bread. it. Yes, and it's gonna be bread. Can you do a bread. loaf of bread? I can do a loaf of bread. Okay. I can do anything, Frank. Can I see um, some of your best work? I just gotta make sure that you know. We're... It's a loaf of bread. I, can. I feel like I, I could do a loaf of bread. Oh, that's, that's totally fair. I, I can absolutely show you some of my best work. Sinadra. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and he like turns around and like raises his hand to his lip and shouts a little bit. And there's like a pause. And then one of the artists, um, she's this, uh, uh, she is a half elf woman um, who has uh, the hair on this side of her head is pulled up into a tight bun that frays out into a ponytail. It's just kind of wild and goes everywhere. And this whole half of her head is shaved. Um, and this she's is sort of like dope. braided upward tightly. And um, she has like tattoos all down the right side of her body oh, cool. and none on the left. And they are varied in style, and they look—they look. She looks kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she has sort of like a very tightly narrowed chin, um, but a, a, a wide oval face with these very kind features, but this really sharp, keen look in her eyes, um, uh, 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 wide and almond. And she's she's working very carefully with one of those pinpoint metal rods with the tips at the end on someone. And she sort of looks up for a moment, and she says, um, "Yes," and. Uh, Devon, as you've met him, says, uh, we're looking at some people who, who want to uh, get an understanding of some of our finest work. Can you spare a second? And she, there's like a pause and she sort of looks down when she's working. She leans forward and talks to the person she's working on, who is this um, very large human man who's laid forward on the table. Um, and he sort of like nods to her. Like, they're, you know, they're like 25 feet away from you guys. So you can't hear too well. But she's just sort of like nods to him for a second, puts the quill or the metal quill rod in one of the cups and like strolls across the room to you all and she goes, all right, how can they be of service? And uh, he says, oh, let's show him, uh, let's show him probably the, um, let's say that fellow that we did the, the uh, owlbear for and then probably uh, let's give him that cityscape that that one fella wanted on his chest. And then, um, oh, those, are, those are two really good examples. She nods and she says, yes, I can do that. Um, and then uh, she's, she, uh, she just, or she looks at, at Devon and she says, or no, she looks at you all, excuse me, and she says, uh, which of you wanted to see the work? I would like, I'd like I to see it. I'd like to see it. Like to see I'll tell you what, I'll go one at a time. And she walks around the space, touching each of you all on the forehead. And as she wow. touches you all in your heads, you can perfectly see what she has seen. Wow. Um, oh my awesome. gosh. And what, what she shows each of you, the first one that she shows you is she shows you um, the finished work on someone's thigh. Um, and uh, it is this uh, this really, really large um, dragonborn. Um, and uh, she had this like large muscular um, silver scaled thigh that went down. And uh, she has scales. Um, and she still managed to be tattooed because... You can see now, this must have been one of the magic tattoos. Um, she, with her silver scales, there is a green shining light in all of the design of what was tattooed on her as emerald was punctured into the scales of her leg. And uh, there is this elaborate design of an owlbear reaching up her calf and turning up her thigh, scratching upward. And the, the art has a very like sort of like Southeast Asian style to the mm-hmm. tattooing. Not that that's real in this world, but just for your, your context. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just this dramatic owlbear like clawing up the side with its beak open and this ferocious look in its eyes clawing up her leg. And it is one of the most elaborate pieces of artwork you've ever seen. 
And then um, the second image that you all are witnessed is this um, this sort of like a, he's a human, uh, probably like early thirties, maybe um, a, a real kind of like a, like a pretty boy with pale skin <laughs> um, and dark black hair. And uh, in the image that you see, he's like sort of laid back in a chair. And he doesn't have a shirt on because they were doing it across his chest. And um, uh, there is a, an entire cityscape across one pectoral, um, like a sort of like in the way that people have like. Uh, um, New York like, City skyline like skylines on yeah. shirts, but mm-hmm. in a very original way that people have done. It's it's the skyline of an elaborate, amazing city done in what appears to be diamond across his chest. Wow! So it reflects this light blue white across his chest. And then she like after after each of you guys witness that image, she sort of turns to da- Devlin and goes, "Are we doing anything else?" He sort of goes, Could- "I." Honestly, your worst piece that's, of work. That's exactly what I was going to say to you. Not your not your worst, but the worst one you've ever seen. Uh, well, I think she'd only be able to show you the images she's seen in here. And okay. I don't mean to be sarcastic, but uh, we don't do any bad pieces, so I'd have nothing to show you. All right. Okay. okay. And she just sort of smiles how do you, and How do you do that? Too. Thank you. I want to, can I ask the lady, like, how did she how okay, did that? Okay, like if you ask her, she's passing away. Yeah. Uh, I really need to get back to my clients, but uh, I am skilled in magics that uh, uh, transmit images. I can work with people's minds. Cool. Illusory images. Pog. And she just winks at you this and walks back. This is the moment that Craig realizes he has the type. <laughs> <laughs> then he quickly remembers. All right. He's married. Yeah. In a, in a moment that's happened to him, apparently six times already this Craig falls in love with um, every single person. Every knows. single woman he meets. <laughs> that's um, his type. Every <laughs> single woman. Oh, she's female. Whoa. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Devram sort of just looks back to you and goes, uh, uh, so if those are out of your price ranges today, that's fine. But, uh, Oh, that's right. You were talking about doing a possible service. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the general nature of some of our work. But uh, what can we, we can do, do simpler you? designs as well. I think s- simpler would be good, mm-hmm. depending on the job. Well, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if you're not paying in gold, simple is going to be all that happens, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we can still make it artistic and pleasing to the eye. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. All right. um, so, there's going to be a pause here while the DM figures out what you guys can do in trade for this character, because I had not thought about that. Um, <laughs> DM, I have a question. Yes. Were those tattoos on other players, or are those ones <gasps> that you created? That's uh, cool. One of them was. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. One of them is a tattoo that really is on one of the players. That's so cool. Uh, also, wait, if you're looking at Andrea, eat your heart out. I'm sure you just had a great time there. Uh, <laughs> which one is it? Uh, it was the man with the skyline in his chest. What skyline was it? Uh, you guys don't know. You didn't recognize it. Well, you obviously know. It was Dallas, Texas. <laughs> it was Lubbock. There's one building. <laughs> There's one building. Um, and a water tower, probably. It was a water tower. Water towers are like, I feel like in Texas, it's like a big part of this. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I've never. Um, okay. So, uh, Devin sort of rubs his chin a little bit in the proverbial emulation of what I really mm. have to do because I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, he goes, um, all right. I'll tell you what. All of the work that we do has to be done in precious gemstones. It's the way that we get it done. Uh, they're effective conduits for the magic that flows through some of the tattoos in the same way that many casters need uh, gems for their, for their various spells and whatnot. Uh, so what I need you all to do is um, we get regular shipments uh, through the Silver Scales who bring our gemstones uh, from various mining operations across the city and bring them here that we pay for it at full price. Um, but recently... One of our shipments went missing. Okay. Uh, very small. I don't mean a whole shipment. 
Uh, that wouldn't happen. You can't steal from the Silver Scout like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but specifically, uh, a small grouping of, uh, of uh, pearls that we were going to use for a specific order that had someone, someone had coming up next month. Um, just a little bag pitch full. Um, but it went missing. And if you all can find it, uh, I would be uh, gladly willing to do to do some tattoos on all of you. I'm going to turn around and like grab you all into a huddle. or like what, try you're it. I'm gonna try and like move. <laughs> I'm gonna like. She's gonna whisper it so hard you won't hear. It. We're gonna have a quick huddle real quick and talk logistics. Can y'all give us a second? Gosh. We're gonna huddle. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so I'm gonna like grab your arms and like pull you into a circle. Do y'all wanna like? Do y'all is this? Do y'all wanna actually do this? I don't know. Just I don't know if we have. Red I think that we can afford the. I think. If we do it, we do it. If we if if it happens, it happens. Um. That didn't make any sense. I'm so sorry, boss. But what? I I just think you we think have... we should do the jobs and get the tattoos, or oh man, I think we should. I really want a bad tattoo. Yeah, because then you will have good memory. to because like we all. Have to <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, inspiration. <laughs> I already had it. You already <laughs> had it. You don't ever use it, but you have it. <laughs> it's like a little trophy. It's like yeah, I was funny right there. <laughs> and then you failed your third tattoo. What? <laughs> but I think, I think that. As we explore things, if if serendipity casts a, a good light on us and we happen to find this, and oh, I see what you're saying, then we, it, it happens, and I think yeah. that's the way saying that we're supposed to get. We these. Do have three days. Craig Sarah is not a person. DM is it? What was the what was the tattoo artist's name again? Um, Devron Callum. Devron, Devron. Where was the last place these these pearls were seen? Oh, so uh, we get our shipments in from uh, from the docks. So the sealer scales go pick them up there from okay. miners in Yaslin, uh, and then they bring them across city to us. And so um, it's less that we got the whole shipment because no one can take with silver seal school uh, soldiers like that. Excuse me, but uh, one of the little pigs went missing. So we suspect it was less some sort of a, a daring thievery and more that simply got one of the one of the sealers who was probably involved in the transfer just thought that it was an easy end and uh, got a bit five finger discounted. Did the dock master notate down the? That's when we found out that we were lying. Oh, because they weren't. Because she noted it. Just she noted down, and you didn't get it. Or exactly. Okay. Well, so... she went to go count everything, and she realized that we were missing one of the uh, one of the items in the inventory previously. Okay. Well, I think we'll be back by the docks again at mm-hmm. some point, and I know that we'll give it a good try to find it. And if we do, I'll tell you what. If you guys come in with the missing bag of pearls, ah. Uh, you can get your tattoos. All if right. not, no hard feelings. If you just come back with gold at some point, I'd be loving to get you any sort of tattoo that you're looking for. Okay. What are the... Why are, So, scales, right? So, I didn't know they could, like, ship things. Like, how are these, like... The silver scale... Uh, like, how are these, here. like... Because, you know, they come... They're, like, they're on fish and they're on lizards. Like, how are they shipping things? I don't understand that. And why... Are they silver? Like, what are they? You know? How are oh, they I'm talking this? about the silver scale soldiers. Okay. Uh, those are those folks you see around town in that shiny, glinty armor. Okay. Yes. Um, it seems like you all are new in town. Do you have any general questions about the city? Where Where should we stay away from? Well, uh, that's actually one of the better parts about Port Resplendisa. Uh, you could probably head to any number of cities in this world that would have city sides, and you'll find them here. Um, I guess what I would say is um, you'll know them when you see them. I was asking uh, so we could go there. It was a trick question. Yeah. Well, you'll know them where you see them. Uh, but the other truth is that um, because we have this complicated relationship with the Palma there, uh, however you feel about them, uh, because those who are involved in possibly internationally illicit activities are also a part of the perpetuating government, um, 
not a lot of unregulated crime actually happens here. Um, unregulated. Exactly. Um, so affairs that the international community might see as crimes uh, are oftentimes uh, openly done by the government here. Um, uh, and actually, so he, as he has this conversation with you, he's sort of like pulled you back to his desk and he's having it at a slightly lower volume. Um, and it's this really interesting tone that he's communicating this to you guys with because he's not being secretive about it, but he's also not saying it openly in the middle of the room. Mm. So the people at either table next to him could clearly hear you guys, but he's also not saying it in the middle of the room. It's this really interesting middle tone that he's taking mm. with you guys as he talks about it. And he, he continues on and he says, um, uh, they're often uh, sort of like a sale of stolen goods at large at sea um, or possible trade of illicit substances or uh, internationally uh, regulated substances or the shipment of arms. Uh, sometimes that's done by the government in the open daylight with full contract approval and it doesn't affect our citizens here negatively. Uh, the whole complicated relationship is that there are fears that happen in this city that can have negative impacts on wealthy and powerful people around the world, um, but because the city is so contained, uh, it stays here. And for that reason, it's really hard to get crime done in the city that's not done that's regulated, I guess you could say. So this is actually a pretty safe place to be. Is so, it like this on the whole place or just in this place of building? Uh, Port Resplendisa. Um, so for some context, do you all know what La Palma Verde is? And he lowers his voice just a little bit more now. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that agency, some things are unclear to a lot of us, uh, and a lot of it's done behind closed doors, so we're not exactly sure how it fits in. But uh, Umsin is run by a series of, of lesser nobility. There's no true king here. Um, this port town was made a long time ago for people who wanted to escape uh, monarchies and other stuff like that. Um, and so this city, uh, it works off of a principle of um, only thing that works here is business. Um, for better or for worse, and of course that's not always true, politics bleed at some level, but um, it's run by lesser nobility. And uh, the heads of many of those houses just happen to be members of La Palma I guess I would say. So they're not the officially involved governmental heads of our, of our city-state, uh, but they call the shots at the end of the day, and most people might. Um, so, also for anyone listening, sorry, I haven't done this accent in a while, I'm trying to keep it. Um, <laughs> I'm bleeding into others a couple times. You're doing great, you're uh, doing amazing. Um, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, so great. Doing so good, sweetie. Um, so he <laughs> continues and he says, uh, so, uh, for example, the Silver Scale soldiers are just a private military group, and they're not officially contracted to La Palma Verde, but their head is a member of La Palma Verde, and La Palma Verde is completely permitted within the city. Uh, there's nothing, they're only illegal in other places, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So people take things from each other frequently here? No, just the opposite. Um, they get here, things away. Here, La Palma Verde stops any of that crime from happening. Oh. So if, now they're thieves in the city, right? Because it's just a place like any other place. But if you guys get something stolen from you, you don't go to the police. You go to the thieves. No one steals from because the thieves. Phone. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the thieves, quote unquote, um, they might steal things from other nations over the waters, but here, they're just sort of the government. A good way of looking at it is it's like they're just police here, but other places, the criminals. It's really complicated. Actually. No, I, I guess I understand. I guess I understand. So we have one of the lowest crime rates in the world. Wow. Is so the, are the sil these scales that are silver? Are they related to the House Alexander? 
Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so, um, Hersa Alexander is specifically contracted under the binding legalities. But in the, the city leader of them is be... from the crime people. Yes. Okay. And so, to be clear, here in the city, the Palma is not really even seen as a criminal organization. Okay. It's just an organization of powerful business uh, partners who might eventually, who might occasionally use swords in their business dealings across the world. Uh, other people might see La Pomme as a criminal organization, but here it's just an organization. Can I roll insight on? Yeah. Um, are these people being completely brainwashed into thinking these Ooh, people, that's these a people good are good that. Yeah, roll, roll insight. Okay. I don't understand how someone can steal from someone in one place and not steal from someone in another place. Because essentially, the idea is theft was sort of a bad example. Because to be honest, the Pomovere doesn't actually get involved in that much theft. When I say theft, I mean it's less like someone picked another person's pocket and more like a rival nation who's not in the good favors of some of the most powerful business people here might have a shipment going missing that the origins of which might have been dubious in the first place mm. and it might end up being sold at port here. Okay. That's the closest you get to theft. But when I talk about criminal, criminal activity, I mean more like this gets really boring. And the only reason I know any of this is that I work in a tattoo shop. I listen to people talk about their thoughts all the time. Um, he's got real like your barber sort of feels where like he yeah. just learns everything because he's every, people tell their thoughts to him and he says um, criminal activity might be more reflective of uh, let's say there's a war going on between two smaller nations in the earth in bloom uh, Le Pomover might be involved with getting arms to one side and that might be recommend, recognized as breach of an international treaty by the other opposed nation um, but for Le Pomover they're independent they don't care um, another good example might be that they might facilitate... Essentially, they just facilitate business outside of... That went British. They facilitate business outside of the regular legal bounds. Okay. Um, that people have. Um, well, honestly, it gets complicated. No, I... Okay. Okay. Everything here has been pretty what crazy. What was your insight check? 18. Um, 16 plus 2. Yeah. Let's go, Craig. I think that's one of your highest rules. That is. Um, uh, the way he's describing this... He's treating it much less like um, here's this institution that we look upward, that we look up to, and mm-hmm. much more like here is this large complex structure that all of us are under that I regularly observe. So it feels much less like brainwashing. It feels less like he's describing to you like how great our political party is and more like um, I work for Amazon and uh, these are the things I've witnessed in this large corporation. So... Uh, Amazon not being too important of an example. I don't know, I think it's a perfect example. Okay, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, I guess it kind of is. Uh, but um, but the, the point being that, like, most of what you're getting out of this is that, like, um, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like Le Pomaver has, oh, I said it in the Australian accent. Uh, it doesn't feel like they're sort of, like, in a really central, this feels like one of the least political nations you've ever been in. Okay. So, like, a political, there's no propaganda, um, nobody's like mandating any sort of an education. Um, this is that like this criminal or- organization, this entity, whoever they are, they're just a lot of their members. It's like they're a private club, and a lot of their members, um, I say happen, like have worked mm-hmm. to be, are involved in a lot of key political positions and financial and economic. So it's less like La Pomme is the nationally recognized government. They're in no official place of power, but everyone in the nation Why understands are they so that they're respected. I'm sorry? Why are they so respected in this area? Um, Well, you can sort of piece that together from what he's been telling you in that, like, this organization and their squeeze hole... Now, there's probably negative ramifications. You can assume that. 
And it doesn't seem like Devon doesn't think that. He's just relating to you what he understands about the, the socioeconomic, political... Uh, wow, this is really a note we fit on this, on this episode. Um, <laughs> it seems like he's perfectly aware that there's bad things about this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it benefits the citizens of this city-state really well. Because if you decided that you were going to commit crime in this city, you'd basically be challenging the authority of this organization. Mm. But... Um, they are not the police who need to abide by a law. Um, so, like, oh. if you stole from someone important and that person went and found the Pomave and contracted them, I'm giving you a lot of information. I don't know if you deserve all of this from an insight check, but whatever. We'll just explain. I want to know. Um, you're, you, you're having so many different thoughts about social situations you've been in. I don't know how wow. much this will remind you of your tiny little underground city from uh, Biasta, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> So, like, if someone committed, if someone, like, uh, if someone assaulted someone mm-hmm. you knew or stole from you, like, because La Pomme is respected and not touched and in an important position of power, um, you could go to them and things could happen. But they are beholden to no laws. So you could be like, hey, this person stole from me. Or they, like, assaulted my family member. If you pay them and contracted them, that person, that, that person who committed that minor independent crime, could just disappear. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, like, the idea being that, like, money talks in this city, um, but the structured, organized nature is that, like, all the different businesses and political entities and extra-legal entities are all sort of in bed with each other. Okay. Um, and for that reason, crime ends up being really low. So, basically, if you pay them enough to, like, contract them and you tattletale on someone of what they did to you, you could hire them to go get that person. I, right? That, that is a thing that could happen. Yeah. But the, the essential characteristic being it's less that, like, they're paid enforcement throughout the city and more mm-hmm. that, like, this organization is considered a criminal organization because it works extra legally and many of their methods are criminal. Mm-hmm. But, like, from what he's describing, they're involved at economic levels, they're involved at political levels, they're just a big organization. Yeah. Um, so, actually, <laughs> a really good comparison could be they're just they're just a really powerful corporation. That's it. Hmm. They're a really powerful corporation, but and they do all of the really shady stuff that real world governments and, and businesses do, and then some. Except they are keeping no front. They're just completely transparent about that. Okay. Because in this city, that's fine. Because they're involved in the power structure and the protection of this city. Okay. So the people in the city don't care. Or maybe a lot of people have an issue with it. Devon's not really giving you his opinion on whether or not it's good or bad. He's just describing his nature. Just giving, I respect him for just giving information. I so I gave you way too much information for 18, but that's fine. I have a question. So is this just in Port Resplendison or is this all of Unson? You don't know. Okay. You're next. Well, thank you so much for the information and advice. Um, Absolutely. Honestly, somebody hasn't asked that in a long time. Do you like uh, La Palma Bay? Oh, it's complicated. Uh, I mean, they do some wonderful stuff. Any smallful stuff, I'll make tattoos. Okay, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Oh, I was fair late. Enough. Dang it, I'll get better next time. <laughs> bye. Oh, fine. If you guys come back with that pearls or want any other sort of tattoo, all right. Devin's good to back. You're really you cool. My favorite Thank you. Game. I like you I, The place is really not. I like the shiny things on the wall that show you yourself. Oh, it's a mirrors. Yes. Uh, and he doesn't seem that sassy because in this world, they're not common. They're very um, nice. So he and so he continues to says, Oh, those are mirrors. Ah, they're pretty incredible, aren't they? I really like them. Yeah, they feature pretty penny, but uh, they're worth it for the work. We like people being able to see what's uh, what's being done for. 
I agree. It's been great to meet you. Very good to meet you all. Hope we see you around again. Bye. And then I walk. So out. I yeah, I turn kind of like I as polite as a social. Out. You walk backwards <laughs> out. Yep. Okay, that's fine. Greg <laughs> <laughs> paused. You're gonna walk out of the shop. And Greta, you just sort of moonwalk all the way out of the business. And uh, instead of looking confused and distressed like everyone else you've met, he just sort of gets a smile on his face and like, like, like sort of like, ah, weirdos. And then he turns around, sits down behind the desk and just goes back to the work. Dude, that guy's my oh favorite. My, my favorite like person. Guys, if we ever have a I chance like... to like bless somebody or do yes, something. yeah. Bless, bless somebody. Give him like a bunch of money or something. No, not like bless, girls? like magical. Based yeah, on the quality of items in that shop, you got the feeling that everyone who works there does very well, but yeah. Okay. It doesn't look like anyone in there was hurting for money. But they, yeah. Money's, money's can't buy things sometimes. Get him a cupcake. <laughs> Anyways. Bread. Let's go to the skeleton. Gosh. Let's go okay, to the, the let's monkey go to the barrel. Let's go to the house with the, the monkey in the front of it because it looks a little sin- interesting. Greta sprints over there. Let's do this. I don't sprint, uh, I Greta, make a dexterity check just because this city constantly has people moving back and forth in it and that can be a challenging thing to do. Okay. <laughs> I saw the number. It's all right. You can put your modifier on it if you want. Yeah, I think I will. Um, I don't know what it is, so yeah, put your model two. down. Oh <laughs> no, two. Greta! Actually, apparently I'm blind and I can't read the word dexterity. Well, it starts with a D. <laughs> Take two points of fire damage. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> dexterity is not on my sheet, so I guess I won't be telling you dexterity. Dexterity is one of the big ones. It's two. You know what I just realized for the first time in my life? In, D- in 5e, it's fire damage and cold damage. Not heat and cold, not fire and ice. Fire and cold damage. Wow. Huh. Is that weird to you? Anyway. Take um, two points of fire. <laughs> uh, like the group sort of like walks back into the busy street with all its wonders and they're like, that's incredible. Let's go to that other coolest place. And Greta's like, yeah, Greta, you make six feet. You like, like you're, you're like sprinting your television like, this place is wonderful. I'm so excited. You get completely clotheslined. Just by a taller person's knee. Cool. Um, but less like they got you and more like you ran right in the way of them walking. Like when a cat like walks yeah. in between your feet and you're walking, you're like, why would you do that? Okay. Um, so they they basically like clock you in the head, but okay. with their knee. <laughs> um, and odds are evens, Greta. Evens. That's an eight. Okay. I won't make it a huge person. Um, it's just sort of like a regular sized human woman. Okay. So it hurts and you get knocked over and you don't necessarily take any damage. Okay. And as you fall over, um, uh, it's... Um, it's this sort of like motherly looking woman. Um, she has like sort of fair skin, dark brown hair. That's in like these like six different like locks braided together that fall down on her shoulders. She has these very nice layered green cloaks. She has a bag of some sort of her side. And as you follow her, she goes, oh, I am so sorry. My smelly dog, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need to be more just careful in these streets. Okay. 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 She just sort of pats you on the side okay. and like walks by you. Okay. On the side. And you get back <laughs> up and you, you keep running across the street. Yeah. Um, well, on the back. I don't know. Eventually, I'll forgive you guys. Like on the shoulder. I don't know. Okay. Like There's a lot of side. Yeah, the side of the head, the side of the shoulder. You guys are moving across the street, and eventually you get to the other side. My elbow? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'm going. I can I identify like, that angle. Um, sorry, that annoys me. Anyway. Um, <laughs> An antelope? Oh my gosh. Do I just said you sound like an. That's what I mean. Like it's like. There's a very specific nature documentary reference. Um, where is this character? <laughs> Hold on, one second. Uh, did the music just change? It did. I um, like it. 
much more spooky. You, can't, you guys can't hear it. And it will change. Oh, like, sorry. Yeah. It's 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 a guitar going. What would you call this? Guitar. Suspicious. Spooky. There's a very specific minor that I can't put my finger on. Eerie. It's fine. Eerie. I didn't put it on repeat. Such a silly boy. They never do okay. that. Why did I say that? I don't want to say that again. Um, so, <laughs> you guys are going to the street. This building that you walk up to I'm is permanentizing that. eight feet wide. Oh. The whole building is about eight That's feet wide. It's not very wide. What? And it's about 23 feet tall. So it's sideways. Um, no. Um, it is up and down. <laughs> you may I'm just going to keep describing and you guys can see whatever you want. Okay. Um, and it has this like it has this like stone wind. plaster edifice to the front, with um, each what looks like two separate floors divided by like a wooden floored layer, and then these these wood um, lipped edgings on the side of the building that come up to that roof, and the one tall orange growing window at the top, and it has a simple wooden door, and the whole building looks very old, and it's got cracked um, uh, walls, and the knob looks like slightly rusted and twisted in, and there's a barrel next to it, and a skeleton monkey, um, like a monkey skeleton that's just sort of sitting there. And it's like like a little statuette of a monkey, like or just like a skeleton preserved. But as you guys get up there, especially Greta, you rushing up first, your two compatriots coming afterward, as you guys get right up there, the monkey's head sort of like turns and looks at you. And it's a skeleton? And it's a skeleton. Okay, who of us have seen a monkey before? I've seen a monkey. I've probably None seen a monkey. No. I've not seen but a monkey. But I lived in the jungle. All of, no, you lived in a forest. <laughs> Forest uh, is and a you jungle. are also from a forest. None of you guys are from a part of the world that would have a monkey. Uh, okay. So this this skeleton is bizarre and strange. Does it look human like? Guys, like, this skeleton it is bizarre monkey. and strange. It looks it's very small. It looks like a capuchin. Like a capuchin. This looks like a capuchin. Uh, but none of you guys know what that is. So the skeleton it turns its head to you. It's very large canines, or like small to it, but relatively large to okay. its size. Turn and look at you. Hey dude. And the heads ring together and it looks up at you. Hey dude. And um, it's just a skeleton being held together by some incorporeal force. But its mouth opens and its jaw sort of chitters a little bit and it says, Fuck. Like a ring doorbell. Craig is very scared. Magical. They're mad at me, scars. Mm-hmm. Is that folk to Please! What? And it sort of slaps a hand under the wooden door and just sort of rubs it gently. Enter and I'm discover look- what is incredible. I'm looking at y'all like this. Can I go inside too? Okay, okay. Um, if we go inside, is something bad gonna happen to us? No. Bad. Not bad, just... Strange. Oh. I'm down. Please, enter Madame Miscourse. Okay, okay. Are you, and just are you hungry? <laughs> <Are you laughs> <okay? laughs> I wish I, I, if I had some fruit, I would give you some. But I, I have a couple okay. of day old fish. And the skull is, it can be kind of hard to tell where it's looking because there's no eyes in the sockets, but it's just drifting back and forth. Enter. Enter. It sort of stands up and just starts putting his hand on the door. Enter. It's not vampire. We're not vampires, okay? Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm, uh, I step uh, yeah. inside. Okay. You guys have to like walk by it and it doesn't get any further away from the door as you get closer. So it's like this uncomfortable, like you have to move around it and you put your hands on the door and you. The door slowly parts open and uh, you guys all pass through the door and enter the space. Before, um, before we go to the next part, can we take a break a little bit early? Sure. Yeah, we can take it right now. Yeah. Is that it's an excellent place for a break. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Break. We're okay. taking a break. We'll be right back. That was a horrible noise. I try. Take a, take a break. Hamilton.
so we will pick back off. Um, so you guys, you guys have just uh, walked into um, the uh, the strange building where the where the skeleton like monkey was on the outside. Before we do this, can we establish which magic items we have on us, just so that we absolutely we can. So um, yes, yeah, sorry. I thought we had. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we had the the the, the eyeglass and the sea stone. But did we have the orb on us? No, the orb is in the sack. I my sheet says that I have the spyglass. Okay. Um, did you guys leave the sack in the room? We left the sack in the room. That's good. I and think. I think the heart carver dagger. I think yes, we left it's in, in the too. sack. So what we have on us now is the spyglass and the sea stone. Okay. And that's Who, what we have. And my diary. sea stone. I think I just have the sea stone. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have the stone. So, the Craig, sea. do you have the sea stone in your inventory? Um, hold on. No. Well, I'll just say that I have this the sea stone in my inventory. Yeah. My thing needs to be updated. Hold on. Craig, you should get a paper thing. We gotta get you a paper sheet, bro. Don. Please. We gotta get you a paper sheet. And I didn't you. tell you to make your character on D and D Beyond before we started. Totally, that wasn't me. Anyway, <laughs> you guys walk into the, the listeners couldn't see Landon wink. At all. I just winked, and it was yeah. really good too. Yeah, on dart, on dart. Um, so <laughs> we walk into. I just wanted to say that. There's, there's, anyway, <laughs> I um, just felt the urge. Uh, so, uh, Kermit, I want to describe this now. <laughs> so, uh, this cottage-like shop sits almost entirely in the alley of two larger buildings. Like, as you guys, it was so narrow that it almost feels like it was, like, in the alley of two other buildings. It was squeezed in. Um, uh, window, okay, this is the description I've typed up. Um, so now that you guys are on the inside, uh, so the, the, like, windowless interior, um, the barren door leads into a really crammed space. As you guys walk into the actual, like, space of this building, um, the, the only eight-foot-wide building feels far more crammed on the inside. As you guys pass through the main interior, there's this really light pine wood slatted floor um, and these huge shelves. The top of this building from the bottom of the top is nothing but shelves on either side that reach from the top to the bottom, all the way up to like this 23 foot tall building. It's just, it's just one to 20 feet of shelf. And it goes all the way back and the building just, this little, this little crammed weird structure goes back back and back like probably like a full 30 feet um so it is just eight by 20 by 30 Whoa. and it's just shelves from wall to floor and these shelves are crammed full of strange oddities and, and, and antiques and antiquities from the top to the bottom um the shop is lit by i keep not putting it on repeat because <laughs> i'm a silly goober <laughs> silly boy <laughs> So much. Okay. Um, uh, and once you're on the inside, the lighting also changes drastically. So you guys walk in, and the moment you're inside the door, behind you, closes itself. Oh. Um, and the lighting changes drastically. You guys actually have to adjust your eyes for a moment because it is very, very dim. There are no windows here except for that one, like all the way up there, and no light is streaming in. Um, we all have dark vision. And yeah, we all have dark vision. Oh, yeah. dark, vision. Say. dark vision allows you to see things relieved in black and white. Um, but up there to is 60 feet. Up to 60 feet. Yes, thank you. So uh, we can see the whole room. It's totally cool. I've been DMing a while. I promise I've been saying that for myself. It's all good. Um, so you guys could see the whole space like in white and black relief, but there is light in here. It's just very dim. 
Um, there are three small ringed metal candelabras or chandeliers that are connected to nothing that are hanging from the shadows of the ceiling. And there's like one or two candles on each of them dripping wax down onto the floor. So the space is lit, but only just slightly. And for that reason, bizarre, odd armaments of shadows are crawling from a thousand different angles across the space where all of these different shaped items and, uh, and odds and antiquities are, are, are making different shapes and, and, and forms down onto the floor, which up near to each other make this elaborate darkened patterns and at the floor just draw a wash of darkness. And in this slightly lit interior, um, uh, there is one other thing of feature in the room and it is a small desk or just sort of like squared wooden structure. It doesn't even quite look like a desk. It's confusingly vague at the back of the space, all the way at the back of the wall. And sitting there, is a cloaked and hooded figure. Um, sorry, the lining just came out of the back of this chair. Um, yeah, uh, it does that. It does that, I see. Um, uh, she is, well, actually you can't make out any very features very well. There's just some sort of a cloaked figure at the back of the room, uh, like a full 30 feet back. <laughs> no, it, got it does that, it I'm just breaks. Kid. It's hard, it'll, it'll come right back out as soon as you put it in nope. too. No, he just says, no. This kind okay. of reminds me of Greta's shop in the book. Oh. A little bit. Just, yeah. Um, and Fact. as for what's on these walls, everything. Um, you can see jars filled with fluid, and there's, like, parts floating in them. Like, you can see one jar um, about halfway down the room, this large jaw, jar, and there's this eye in it. And it's just sort of floating in the, in the fluid. And it's, like, sort of turned in y'all's direction, like, randomly. And then as one of you takes a step forward, it follows you. Um, can I wink at it? <laughs> sure. Can Roll I wink. wink. At it? You wink. Roll it just stares unrelenting. <laughs> Does it kind of feel like um, the collector's place from like like very like, much so? You know, Except like Guards of the Galaxy. Um, it's somewhere in between. Uh, it, it is. It is the crammed, befuddled nature of the wand shop in Harry Potter hmm. meets the bizarre eclectic nature of the collector in Guardians of the Galaxy meets like. Um, the worst antique shop you've ever been in. Oh man, um, I've been in some bad antique and, shops. Yes, and they're they're like haphazard scrolls crammed in other parts, wooden chests with no labeling, and different odd, diverse designs. There, it's like this desultory mess of items. It's very hoardish. Mm -hmm. um, Is there anything that wants me to pick it up? All the way at the back of the room, there's this cloaked figure. Sorry, um, it's okay. It's okay. Um, she's sort of dressed in the shadows at the back of the space, and she and like um, you can make out like a nose poking out from the cloak. And uh, these, they're like two old, pale hands with varicose veins, long, stretched part from like skin, sort of manipulating something at a desk. And it's the figure's like about a full 30 feet away. And there's just a voice that comes uh, like sort of out from the complete darkness in the space and says, Greta says, hey, babe. As you say that, there's just a... Hello. Hi, hello. And, and like the cloak rises a bit. And instead of going around this desk or whatever it is, and there's a few small items in the desk, but they're too far away to tell what it is, the figure just sort of crawls up onto the desk and then over it. Um, like one arm grabbing up on top and then a leg. And the leg, instead of coming right in front of the hips, comes around on the side. Like, like whatever this figure is, it's so flexible that it pulled its whole knee up to about its shoulder height and then put a foot up on the desk. And the other one follows suit. And then it climbs across and then gets down on the other side. And you can see as the feet, as the feet briefly 
um, dance out of the co cloak and leave its its structure. You can see they're just they're just feet, human-like feet. But um, as as this figure gets up onto the desk, you can catch for a moment that like that's not quite right. Um, the feet are a bit too long. Uh, it is completely a human foot, but the tarsals and the feet stretch for a bit too long, and the toes have like one too many joints on each of them. And the feet just sort of like momentarily dance out from the cloak and then back in as the cloak uh, sweeps back over as it crawls over. And this figure takes two more steps from the other side and continues to stay hunched over. It starts walking closer to you all and closer to you all across the room. And it gets about halfway and stops a bit. But as it walks that like 15 feet, every step it takes, it gets a bit taller. And you guys mm -hmm. put together, oh, that's not small. And the creature still seems quite hunched. But as it's hunched, this figure standing at about six feet but very hunched over. And you can see as, as the, the candlelight starts to dance back and forth across its face, slowly revealing features as the cloak moves as she makes this strange waddling movement forward. Um, like slowly features dance out. And it is an old woman's face. Um, she looks almost kind of kindly with this long like jaw uh, pointing to a chin, very sharp and chiseled, um, but cleft down the middle and this long pointed nose, but these kind features, everything about her face is kind and gentle, but her eyes are disquieting because they're too focused and too intent on each of you all. Can I long stringy eyebrows? Yeah. Can I make an insight check to see how afraid I should be? Like, see, like I don't know if that's an insight check. I don't know. Can I make like a check for danger? How you feel is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Roll well, insight check for intent of this creature. Um, um, and as she's moving, um, her arms she's touching the walls the whole way across. And she's looking at you all, but the arms are reaching up and adjusting things the whole way. She's walking forward, not looking at them. She's walking forward and pushing books back into slots and picking up things that have fallen on the floor and putting them on shelves and adjusting and twisting things the whole way across the room. And as these arms are dotting out, they're too long. Each of these arms are about four and a half feet. Um, and the, the hand is too long. And the fingers each have an extra digit that goes forward. And she's just sort of like, but then when they come back into the cloak, it's almost like they assume this shorter, like this cloak is hiding a lot of whatever this creature's features are. This woman, this person sort of. She gets halfway across the room. What did you get, Boz? 14. Um, this is weird. <laughs> this is spoopy. Um, but she gets about halfway across the space and she says, Hello to you too, darling. Welcome to Madame Miskor's magnificent menagerie. What? Are you looking for today? What does the word menagerie mean? Menagerie. It's like a strange collection. And her arm extends all the way out to get only a foot from you, stretching across an uncomfortable amount of space. And she just picks up a small wooden bobble off the floor that's fallen and puts it on a shelf and retracts it back in. Can I check and see if this is, is this something that Greta would at all be familiar with? Like, does this kind of vibe seem at all familiar? Well, or is this totally foreign? Sure, sure. There's some amount of the nice old ladies that you know mm -hmm. that you haven't, they were just nice old women. Yeah. Not strange habits. Yeah. Um, but yes, there is accoutrement in this place that can seem slightly familiar. So what sort of a check are you trying to roll? I want to see if this is like an ambiance or mm -hmm. is this an environment that I'm familiar with or is this totally new? Just trying to see if it's familiar. Yes. Is this familiar? Um, yeah. Roll an... That is weirdly in between history and insight. No, um, no, no. Let's go with... Wait, can I choose? Let's go with history. So... 
15. Man, your modifier is huge. Is that a plus eight? Um, that's a plus six. Did I say? Oh, I'm sorry. 13. Yeah. Still, about the six. Geez, you're only level two. You're gonna be a nightmare at 10. Um, but it's okay. Wonderful nightmare. Um, uh, <laughs> yes. They're very similar. Okay. The way she's keeping items and the strange items she's keeping the body parts in jars, stuff like that. It has a similar nature. What There's about definitely her a body difference. Is that? No, that's weird. Okay. Uh, some of some of the ladies you knew. Well, I mean, they were magical. You knew that. Yeah. And and they they could do really cool things. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they would do unexpected things. They could change the way they looked. They could. Um, and, and sometimes they had stranger dimensions and ways. But this is getting into a different territory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she's just sort of standing there, and she wraps her hands together and the fingers overlay, and she's just ringing them, saying, like like looking at you all rapaciously, just watching and waiting for the answer for what you're looking for. I am looking. I'm looking for someone that knows a lot about the Fae. I know much. I could tell you many things about many things. What would cause Fae magic to die? <sighs> she sort of like stands up a bit. And as, as she stands up, she like her back doesn't straighten out, but she's just sort of rising and rising and rising. And for a second, you're kind of confused because her dimensions aren't changing and her back isn't changing. Like, but then you realize eventually, as you can see those uncomfortably long feet with the too many digits in the toes poking up from the bottom of the cloth, you can realize she's just standing up for the first time. And she comes to about eight feet. And the long arm reaches all the way up and grabs something off of an upper shelf. And then everything contracts backward down into the, into the cloak. She looks at the item in her hand that you can't tell. She just puts it into a pocket and doesn't say a word. And then she goes back to, to looking at you and says, Many such things. Faye is virile and unpredictable. But you are asking a more specific question, aren't you? Your bees are important. You should know what the issue is. You should know about their vexing danger, Buzz. You've come so far. So long. And you could travel much more. Or you could find your answers here. What are the answers? Trade. What am I trading? What you would like. Would you like to trade something, Buzz? What are you asking? What is it you want to know, specifically? I can only help you if you're honest with yourself. I want to know what's killing my bees. And she sort of, she turns all the way around, just completely facing away from you all. And she like sort of, she does, takes that weird moment. Now you can see it from behind, it's even more uncomfortable. Her legs are moving to the side as she walks, pushing off against the edge of the room. And the whole way back, she keeps reaching out her arms and adjusting things in the shop. And she disappears in the back of the shop. And as she walks by the desk again, she disappears. And you realize this shop doesn't end where the shadow ends. Further back into the darkness, it keeps going. With your dark vision, you guys can make out about another, about another 20 feet of shelves, and she keeps going back further into more darkness, and she just disappears for a little bit. Um, you can hear the rummaging of items as if she's looking for things. Um, and that's going to be the time where Zach scrolls down on his document and reviews something real quick. Uh, um, 
This is crazy. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, she returns, like, there's, like, there's, like, a bit of quiet and, like, some creaking and some, like, as if, like, things are being moved and adjusted and then some sounds you don't recognize and don't understand. And after a while, she comes back and again crawls over the desk and then moves across the room, gets back to... This time she comes closer. She invades your space a little bit, uh, especially because of her size. She remains in this hunched form, but still uncomfortably large. Like, because this room is only eight feet wide and the shelves come forward, by the shelves, it's kind of only six feet wide. And by the clutter, you lose, like, another half foot. So her shoulders are only just fitting in the space. And she, like, sort of, like, she, she gets, like, within four feet of you this time. And she just sort of leans forward and says, That's a good question you asked. It has a tantalizing answer. But to pay you the knowledge you seek, you need to pay me something. Tell me something that you know. You hold so secret, and I'll tell you what you seek. An eye for an eye. You want to know a secret? Something that's important to you. And I can tell you what you're looking for. But it's such a big choice. You might need a moment to think. So, what about you, Dudley? How do you know my name? <laughs> Knowing things is a trait. I know a lot of things. Is what I do. I'm looking for something that could control someone. Yeah. Go on. I'm looking for something that could change the mind of someone. I can do that. Whose mind do you want to change? Do you Say your really name. Do you really need to know? Say it. His name is Aaron. I can change his mind. What do you want him to believe, to think, to want? And as she's talking to you, her hands just sort of spread out on the floor and they spread and spread wide. And she's just sort of like, she's like leaning forward, um, like resting her arms down before her. But because her arms are so long, as she's sort it's like she's sitting down intently to listen to you, but she can put her elbows all the way on the floor. And her long forearms sort of stretch outward and she's just like listening intently as if she's just so excited to hear what you have to say next. What do you want him to think? I want him to change his mind about his father, me. You fought so hard, Craig. You care about your family. They stopped caring about you. me a long time ago. A father's a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. So what do you have? Solutions. I can do that. Yeah. No harm to your boy. No, I don't want to hurt him. I want to change his mind. I know you love him. And love is such a precious thing. I wouldn't ruin that. 
but I would take a trade. I can reach out to his conscious from here. Take a little twist, and he can see you as he should see you. And for that, I'll need a trade. How do I know I can trust you? Greg. If I'm not honest, I have nothing. I have to be honest. I know I look so scary, but I deal in truth. But really, I just deal in the shadows, the layers between it. I couldn't lie to you. What would you trade? Something valuable. What I don't have much. Oh, you have plenty, Greg. What would you trade? What are you looking for? Something precious. I don't fill my shop by knowing what I want. I fill my shop with what others have wanted. What's precious, Craig? Craig realizes his hand is feeling his diary in his pocket. There's a little bit of a battle going on between him and what he would love to keep. Coming to the decision, he decides, okay, I'm gonna give it up. Craig, Craig, I don't think a long hand lifts up off of the floor and lifts into the air, and as it opens, it's like the fingers splay out very far in this wide palm, and she holds it forward and she says, that'll do. Craig, I don't think this is the way to get what you want. Her gaze isn't Craig, you. this is making me think you're not a good person. We can find another way. You don't have to force something. What do you want? But he won't Craig, let me come back. He won't let me come back. We can figure it out. We can figure it out a different way. Do you want to do this, Craig, or do you have to do this? Because you don't have to do anything, Craig. There's no other option. There's, there's def- always, there's always an option, option. Craig. We'll help, we'll help figure it out. We're not going to leave you alone. Craig makes eye contact. She's not saying anything, just staring at you. It's okay. And a little bit of spit is gathering at her lip and just (laughs) drooling gently down her chin, falling off to the floor. Craig moves his hand away from his pocket where his diary is located. He takes a step back and he says, no, 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 I can't. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. A deal's a deal. Greta. I'm so excited you're here. What would you like? And she sits all the way back now, her arms pulling back in, and they wrap around her knees in her cloak, pulling together some of the like thin veiled mystery of the cloak. And as they pull together, you realize the knees push so much further forward through the cloak than you'd expect it. Like the knees are up here as she's squatting down. And she just pulls them in around her shape and leans forward looking at you. What do you want? I'm fascinated to know the answer. It could be big. It could be little. Look around the shop. There's so many items. Or it could be more personal. But sometimes, Greta, people come into the shop not knowing what they want. That's fine. Sometimes I help them find it. 
Okay. What do you think I want? I know what you don't know you want. You're honest, Greta. So true. Okay. And you care so genuinely. But what if I told you? What if I told you that there was a deep, deep lie at the heart of those you cared for most? Dudes, you don't lie to me. I'm not lying to you. I, I don't lie at all. I, it's not I them, Greta. What if I told you you're pretty little? meant so much more. And she looks briefly at that, that really beautiful black stag yeah. necklace mm -hmm. on okay. your neck. Okay. I don't think I can give you this. Oh, I don't I... want your necklace. Why not? It's a pretty cool necklace. I thought you'd let you have a lot of things. Why don't you want it? Rather. Do you not think it's pretty? It's yours. I wouldn't take that from you. Okay. Craig's diary is his. Craig wanted to give it away. I don't want what you don't want to give up. But you have something I want. Okay. What would you tell me about your friends in the other wood? Ah, I love them. Um. I do too. Do you know them? You could say that. Have you visited? Yes. Okay, cool. Who's your favorite? Like, who did you stay with? All of them. All of them? Would you like to know, Greta? Know what? About the lie. What do I have to give you? Just an answer to a question. Can I hear the question first? Of course. Okay. When did it start? Their little meetings. It would have been older than you. You wouldn't have known when it began, but, but and she starts, to, like, for the first time, she breaks eye contact with you, and it's like suddenly her eyes are darting all over the place, studying the floorboards. And she brings her feet, her hands up off the floor, and starts reading them together, thinking, and she goes, But, but. No, no, tell me. Tell me. Where do they keep the stone? There's lots of rocks where I go. Yes, but. A long black shag! And she like gestures her fingers upward and makes this long crooked shape with her fingers and she says, Thin and black and dark and it bucks. And as she says that, your mind does vaguely recall a long thin stone shard that was kept in our innate oaken box that was sort of kept in the heart of one of the nice old ladies um, 
Like there's there's like the most popular nice well, old lady. There was a central building that they met in sometimes. Okay. And it was kept there um, under the floorboards in the main room where you guys would would make things together. And uh, she says, "It. Where is it?" Stone. I like you. You're so cool. I'm digging like your. I don't know. Just something about you is really cool. But I. Don't snitch on my friends, you know? Of course not. I'm not w one to, you know, like you could just go ask them, you know? It's not my secret to tell. I don't like to out people. Sure. Is that a good answer? Can you tell me what the secret is? The lie? I have... I don't have anything to give you. I don't have anything. You I have much? I have nothing. You have an answer to a question I would ask. What is your question? What gives the tree life? I don't know. What does it grow out of? The ground? <laughs> no. There's something else. What is it? Um... I mean, the fey magic is wild. I know what's wrong with the bees. I think somebody else does too. And I don't know if I can answer questions about my- Fine! <laughs> then what items did you like from the shop? She gestures her hands up to the like rows and rows of items. Is there a plant? Um, well, there, there are. Um, there's a lot of things, and I could describe a bunch of random crap. <laughs> Specifically? But, uh, you don't see any plants. Um, here are the items that catch your attention. There is a copper coin with one, it's got a face on either side, and one side the face has been completely scratched off. There is um, a small leather bag with a relief, stitched relief of a rat on one side. Um, there is a red dragon scale on a shelf. Um, there is a jar of huge teeth, like the teeth are about this big in it. It's this big jar. Um, there is a walking cane that looks like it's made out of a human spine with a jaw at the end. Um, there is a jet black cloak hanging from a rung with very tattered torn edges at the bottom of it. There's a small crystal ball in a little metal um, uh, disc sitting on a shelf. Um, there is what looks like a hangsman's noose cut off, just hanging on a hook, just the noose and the rope. Um, there is a heart floating in a, in, a, in a vat of alcohol, just going. Um, there is a lantern, a small metal lantern with light dancing out of it. And there's a small creature made entirely of flame on the inside looking at you all out from the glass with a big nose and a pointed chin and sharp eyes. Um, there's a silver ring with an eye on it that's looking around and moving. Uh, I'm almost done. There's a small glass grenade with a, or a, uh, a small glass vial with a thick viscous fluid resting in it up against a wall. There are three matching gold rings sitting next to each other on a shelf with little um, ruby lines in it. Um, there is a metal glove 
a metal gauntlet streaked with gold all over it. There's a blank featureless black mask sitting on one uh, wall. And uh, uh, that's it. How much for the heart? The heart. Yes. Um, she tells you. Blood for blood. You have the heart? I take a vial of blood. I'll say that's fair. Mm. Anything that costs, like, gold, or is it all just... Some things. Some things are more valuable. Hmm. Ma'am, I have a... Does it have to be my blood? Whose do you have? I can get... You can use mine. We can get different. We can get... Sure. Do you want it? I want to know what it is. The heart. Yeah. Whose heart is it? Do you want it? I want to know more information about it first. That's not how this works. Can it be used as leverage for someone? Yes. Why is it still beating? Because it's not dead yet. Cool. I... I don't want to give up my blood. It's fine, there's many items. You'd be fine with your, you don't have much blood to give. Your hand reaches back into her cloak and instantaneously produces a knife. Is that and the other reaches back in and pulls out a vial. Y'all think this is safe. I know what I'm talking, y'all think this is safe. I have, what I'm worried about is your blood it can be used to control you mm. or influence you once it's away from your body. She's just staring at you. Mm. What other items? She puts the knife back in the cloak and the vial. I have as a well. question, and maybe I have some information that you can answer. What would what would be the price for you to tell us everything you know about a bag of pearls that has gone missing in the city? That's not very much to ask for, I don't think. Yeah. It's just, we want to know about a bag of pearls, which is pretty common. It's, it's, we could find this information anywhere else, but we just happen to be here. So, to, you, you Make know. Make a persuasion check. Not that hard. No. Is I'll that be, a natural I'll one? inspiration. Okay, do it. Nice. <laughs> persuasion? Yeah, this is going to be in the 20s. Uh, yeah, 22. Let me erase my inspiration. Clever. Clever. I know where the pearls are. You do. Choices. Now give me choices. Okay. You all have things that I'd like to have. For my shop. For my shop. But you also know questions I'd like to answer. For one of these bees. I will tell you where the pearls are. Boz, that's up to you. That's a that's a huge asking price. For one yeah. page from your diary, I'll tell you where One the, page? One? That's all. I'll tell you where Does the pearls are. Does it have to have writing in it? Ooh. No. You shouldn't have asked that question. No. 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 Oh. <laughs> from you? Just, just a little bit of pretty little hair. And I'll tell you where the pearls are. But I'm tired how long you're taking. So I'll offer you back to you too. 
Okay. How about if you are, give me one of the things you have. I will give you the place of the pearls. And it can just be one of the and things that any we have. two items from my shop. So but just I want the knife. Anything from here you want. DM, is she talking about the black orb or the the sea stump? You get the feeling she's talking about the orb. Okay. I don't think we should get the dope one. I think anything is going to have a high price to it. I'm okay with giving up the knife because I think that's only going to bring us trouble. I'm okay with giving up a page of my diary as well. I, I wanted to keep the knife for the heart. Okay. So what would you what would you give us for a page of Craig's diary? I'll tell you where the pearls are. Okay. All right. If I, if we give you a page of Craig's diary and some of my hair, will you give us where the pearls are and the heart? Yeah. Okay. Anything from the shop? The heart. What about the stone you have? Stone, yeah. Sea stone. I love to trade. Okay, so if we give us something else you want, give me the hair and the diary, and I'll give you the pearls and the heart, and then we can talk about something else in the moment. And she reaches out two hands. Okay. okay. Craig pulls out his diary. I just he just rips a page. You hand Empty it over. page. Okay. Yeah. You put it in her hand. The small page pulls on the bend of the hand. She just and crumples it up and puts it in a pocket. And then she reaches out the hand for a lock of your hair. I take out my um. I don't want to mispronounce it. The scimitar. The scimitar. 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 Yeah. Which is scimitar. this huge sword. <laughs> else. Yeah. And um, I cut. I get it to my hair and I cut like a lock of my hair. Make an dexterity check just for fun. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing this. I'm already severing myself from my. Okay, that's a natural one. <laughs> Yes! In panic and confusion, you just go, and you get a lock of hair. You get about half the hair on the side, and your hair looks terrible. Um, but you hand over a lock of your auburn autumn hair, and it falls in your hand. And she she pulls it back to herself, pulls out one strand. She she palms her fingers closed, her bottom three, reaches over to to uh one of the shelves, pulls off a small leather bag, opens the top of it with just the end of her first two fingers, drops the rest of the hair in, ties it off with the others, puts it back up on the shelf. She puts the last strand of hair in her mouth. Ooh, I knew she was going to eat it. Good. That is good. What did you want? The location of the pearls. Yes. And we also want... And she reaches the hand out and grabs the heart with one hand, this huge jar, and just whoop, and hands it to you. And she almost shoves it into your chest. And you're holding it. We also want the rings. The rings. The rings for the stone. But first, the pearls. I'm always honest. The pearls are safe. They're in the pocket of a greedy little goblin on the other side of town. What's the goblin's name? It's drunk. Passed out. Below the stairs of an abandoned dock, far on the other side of the city, near the 433rd dock, 
in the naval district. You want the rings? Yes. Give me the rock. Show that a hand. Do we really want to do that? I. It means nothing to you. What do the rings even do? I want to know that before we do anything. You're talking about three gold rings, right? Yeah. She pulls them off the shelf, pulls them together, and drops them in her hand. They're tiny in her hand, her uncomfortably large hand. They're these beautiful thin golden rings with streaks of ruby, ruby crystal lines in the middle bisecting each of them. She says, these are the rings of scorching ray. They make fire. Hmm. Fire that you can throw at your enemies. Three bolts. Very far. Powerful tool. Do they have to work together or we can... Can, can we, we each wear them? one? Well, they all work together. Mm. It's a powerful spell. Can I do a check to see... Because we got that sea stone from the hag, right? You did. Can I do a check to see if I... Like, if... Because of my hag if background... Know if what I it's, know what it's... Any, yeah. Sure. Uh, make a history check. You're ridiculous. <laughs> um, 16 plus... Yeah. 6. So, <laughs> 22. 22. Gosh. I gotta go find a note that says what the Seastone does. It's cool. I'm glad you're so skilled. <laughs> okay, give me, give me just a second here. It allows those who touch it to breathe water for three hours. And it can cure almost any disease if it's kept in physical contact with the creature for 24. I'm gonna share it. Like, obviously I shared this with you. I, I, think we should give it I think that we're going to call this a day on trades, but I have a question. Fine, I have a fine, question. I have more. I have a question for you. We do not have anything right now that we are willing to give up. But is there anything you're looking for that we can bring back to you? Yeah. What was precious? Can what we about that spyglass? We want the spyglass. We want all the things that we have. <laughs> what are you looking for other than the things that we have? Is there any knowledge? Whatever's precious. Can Whatever's we? Whatever's precious. Can we part? Something of Catherine's. Okay, DM. Do I have anything of Catherine's? What's your call? I didn't think of this. Craig shakes his head. He says, "No, I'm." That's no. fine. That's fine. What's your name? Madam Miskar. Can we part as friends and return later to do business with you? We're always friends, Greta. What did you want my hair for? Do you want anything else? What about the dragon scale? I'm actually very interested in that. What can we do to get that? How many pages of your diary do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I only needed the one. Hmm. What does the black cloak do? Sorry. She pulls it off. Uh, she reaches her arm over your head and pulls it. And as it gets, as her arm gets really close to your face, you can see that the skin is white on the outer, on the, on the outer hand, but as it stretches all the way across, it darts directly under a candle that you couldn't see earlier. And you realize that the color changes across the skin and it starts white, like a woman, like a person. And as it gets further and further back, it doesn't change into another normal human skin tone. It moves into this sickly pale green yellow and it stretches over your head and just <sighs> grabs the cloak off of the hook from behind you and rings it over. 
And she says, May I? It is safe. A nod. And she, she wraps the cloak over your shoulders. And as it rests over your shoulders, suddenly... Uh, uh, actually, hold on. Let me read something. Uh, okay. Like, she sets it down on your shoulders. It's a very nice, heavy cloak. It just looks nice. And But the, the collar's down. And she reaches past you. Her long... Her palms are this far from your face. But her fingers still manage to get by your neck as she flicks the collar up. And when the collar lifts, all of a sudden, all of Baz disappears. And all you can see is Baz's skeleton from, from toe Whoa. to head. What does that even do? Like, what? How is that useful? You could really freak some people it's out. Fun. No, there's no purpose no. in that. I think we're good. It's fine. She pulls it off of you, lays it back on the hook. What is the dragon scale? What is the value of that? It's very precious. It belonged to someone old. Greta, do you have anything you can give up for the dragon scale? No, I have something I want to offer, but I'd not definitely def. Well, I have the spyglass. No, no, and that's not it. the item, but anything of you. Oh. Me and Craig have. I'm not sure. What do you? Is, what can I offer for the dragon skill? The rings and the scale for the stone. I, I, I don't. I'm not in possession of the stone. And, is there anything that and, I can? And give she you? reaches a hand up and grabs the wood, the 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 noose, and for the hangman's tie. All three. For the stone! Is there anything I can give you? Like, me have? That I can... You have? Where's the stone? Well, I know where it is. I know. Hmm? Where is it? Well, if I tell you, then... If I tell you, can you will you give us all these things? Yes. Don't do it. Don't tell her where it is. Okay. Um, I I think we're good. I think we're good. Can I think I... we're done for I have all three items for the stone. She throws the rope back onto a shelf and then she darts her hand off uh and grabs um uh she grabs the metal glove. And pulls that like it's this like sil it's like this steel glove with gold tracing on the edges. The glove. Why are you so desperate for this? <laughs> Why are you so desperate for this stone? Wants the trade. What's this? What does the glove do? What does the glove do? It can wipe people's minds. It can read people's minds. Wipe. It was very sinister. I feel like, like it's not our style. Like blood um. Why do you want the stone? For trade. Fine! She throws, she just tosses the glove now and just <laughs> clatters to a different side of the room. You start to see how maybe things need to be constantly adjusted in here. And then another arm darts out behind her, but it does not rotate under. 
It does not rotate over. It just moves backward through the shoulder. Her arm just goes straight back. So it basically bends all the way backward that way and pulls off of the shelf. Uh, it pulls off the black clay mask with the two slits of eyes. The liar's mask! What does that mean? What does that do? Um. No one knows who you are while you wear it. Craig, Craig is a little bit interested in this. It's very what does it require good. of me to get? She wants the stone. The stone? Is there anything else? I no! Just the stone. The stone for the scale and the mask! And she reaches her hand over to uh, over to a shelf, pulls a book off of it, and just breaks the book in her hand. The book in two. It's like a hundred page book and she just tears it in two and throws it to the floor. The scale and the mask and the rings for the I think we're gonna leave. I think we need to go. We'll ponder it. We'll ponder it. Okay. Come back. She puts the she puts all three items down in different places on different shelves. Bye bye. I kind of pick up Greta and I just kind of <laughs> start walking towards the door. Um, we could maybe get something small for it. You, uh, you, you reach over and you grab Greta. You pick her up. The three of you turn around. And the moment you turn around, she is on the other side of the shop. All three of you guys turn around and she is right there, like a foot in front of you. You like all like step back really quick. She just, she, she completely invades your personal space. She, she gets within like a foot of you, Boz, and within like six inches of you, Greta. Her nose about this far away. She has risen up to her full height so that she is looking down on you by about two feet. And she's almost on top of you. She reaches all the way in. Her nose gets about this far away from you. And she goes, I'll take the sandwich. What do you want to trade for it? What do you want? The scale. The mask. The scale. Uh, the scale and the mask. Because it's fish and bread, so it's like two things in one, so I should get two things to trade for. I will warn you, it's kind of old. <laughs> Persuasion check at disadvantage. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> can Fair I enough. assist? I mean, I, you cannot. Nothing. You were not a part of the deal. Oh. <laughs> I think that was a one. It was. <laughs> Roll a one and a twenty. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate um, that. Oh. She goes, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe just the scale. Okay. She pulls uh, the scale sorry, off a shelf. Sorry. And she pulls the scale off a shelf, like uncomfortably fast. This whole time she's been slow and she just and she just shoves it into your chest right And I'm taking and a she fish reaches and I'm like, in, no, she reaches into oh. your pocket, pulls the fish out. Doesn't eat the it. The whole sandwich? Pulls the whole sandwich out, squishes it in her hand, shoves it in her pocket, and goes, it'll be funny. And then um, <laughs> and then she reaches her full height of her arms up, pulls both of her arms up onto the shelves, and just pulls herself upward. She's so her two legs pushing onto either shelf, and she just crawls over you all, over to the other side, and just ground onto the ground. And everything pulls back in. And she gets on all four. Like, well, she can do that thing where as long as her knees are up, way up in front of her chest, but under the cloak is hidden. And her arms are like, she's not reaching her palms across the floor. She's laying her forearms flat on the floor because her upper her upper humerus is that long. And she just like, like waddle crawls like that across the floor, goes back over the desk, turns around, pulls everything in so that she looks about the size of a woman and goes, 
Welcome back now. Real quick, what does the scale do before we leave? Because we're going to have to figure that out one way or another. The door. Okay. Thank you, I guess. I hope. I hope. I hope. Bye-bye. I walk out. And we walk out. And then right as you're leaving, you just hear a call after you, Craig. Say hi to Aaron. <laughs> and you guys are back out into the street. That was awesome. I am um, worried that we have <laughs> done something bad. I feel bad because y'all both gave something and I just gave her a sandwich. I don't think it's the object that we gave, but that we gave her something. He's, I hope. He's making notes. Oh, I'll make a plus my head, which is really bad. <laughs> Honestly, uh, um, Boz, we should just like go and get your head shaved. Okay, hold it's on. Real quick, um, let's do a little recap real fast. Okay, mm-hmm. so you all learned where the pearls are. Yeah. Yes. We got Boz's hair. Yeah. I still have a lot of my hair. Like, I didn't give her all of it. I sure, <laughs> sure. No, that's the worst part. You didn't cut. It's not a clean. It's like you and your hair length just took half cut, half, and that's all that's off of one side. Um, and then we got, um, a page of Craig's diary. Mm-hmm. A blank page. Blank page. Yeah, sure. Um, and then Greta's sandwich. Which is pretty old. Like, I feel like if she ate that, she would be, and I've been like, it hasn't left my pocket. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty darn. Uh, did you guys give up anything else? No. no. That's I feel it. like we came out pretty good. What do we... We have the Okay, so to be clear for you all, for people who want to write stuff down, you have a, um, a dragon scale. Mm-hmm. And let's describe that a bit. It's like about this large. So it's like a whole dinner plate, but it comes down into a sharp point. Cool. This deep, deep red with these deep grooved cracks in it. Mm-hmm. And there's this large etched slash through one side. Um, almost kind of like a deep burn mark. So whoever wants to put that down, somebody needs to put that in one of their okay. individual. So I do not I, want to carry this. I got it. Do you, like, I, don't, I so I'm I don't know. I'm assuming because we made the trade, so I'm the... holding it. Boz, do you want this? No, I'll, I'll hold on to the heart and okay. hold on to the dragon scale. Okay. How do we figure out? Why did out... you want it? Huh? Why did you want it? Because we... I don't... It's because it was a dragon scale, wasn't it? No, 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 no. The heart. <laughs> I wanted the heart. Oh, the heart. Oh, yes. You have the heart. Please this... put that in your inventory. Yeah. What, what, what should I call that? A heart. Jaro heart. Jaro heart. <laughs> like it's more... about human-sized. Wait, wait, what was the Christina Perry song? Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Awakening of... Yeah. I think that whatever can survive without its heart and its still be must be a very powerful creature. And we have a heart carver dagger. Well, so we want to kill it? Like, I don't you know what it is. You all got the scale and the heart. What else? Did you get anything else? I think the rings, right? Oh, the rings! Who's taking those? I think I'll take those. Is it split? Can each of us wear one or does one person have to wear all three? They are a set. They're a set. But can we... Okay. Greta, Greta sees think... the rings and she's like, oh my gosh, we can have matching rings. Like, can I... Which one is mine? No. They're all together. But, like, we're not... Okay. So... She did She did state that they only work as a magic item all together. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's a very dwarven... Like, rings are very dwarven. I like I that. Like. Yeah, I so, you should have the rings. You should I, wear I put them. on the rings. Okay. Well, the three that you're holding, they're too small. And you realize that as you get them by halfway on, you're like, ah, oh, crap. And then they go, and they change to fit your finger. Yeah. Cool. Um, which, which fingers do you put them on, just for fun? Um, I'd say... <laughs> All in your middle finger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can't move it anymore. It's just like, ah. <laughs> no, I do two on my middle finger. <laughs> and then I 
so funny. You, you put one on a middle finger on each hand? Yeah. Okay, so you put one here, one here, and then where's the other one? Oh, okay, right here? Wait, no, no, no. Oh. Actually, I changed my mind because I, I don't want that to backfire in the future. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think you should put on? Okay, I put one on my, uh, my oh, right ring finger. Also, really quick question. Do you still wear your wedding ring? Yes. Okay, okay, so continue. Of course, I'm still married. I'm just asking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, one on the other okay, on one, the other ring finger? Uh, one on the ring finger on the right okay. hand, mm -hmm. and then one on my pointer finger on the left. Okay. And then one on my pinky on my right hand. Thank you. Okay, so ring, pinky, pointer. Mm -hmm. So you now have ring here, ring here, ring here, ring yeah. here. Yeah. Um, your wedding ring is nice. These are gorgeous. <laughs> they are. They're like the color of your mic. They are pure gold. Okay. Um. Except a slightly deeper, like honey gold. Okay. Um, oh, and like there is a thin, vibrant line of reflective <laughs> ruby, brilliant okay. and dazzling. Just a tiny little line bisecting all three of them. Um, I would like you to put in your inventory. We've got to get you a paper. paper Please sheet, get me paper. Um, paper character sheets. This is your official plug for paper character sheets. Okay. Um, we have, you could tear the one out that's in the back of the player's handbook. Last that's true, the player's handbook comes with a free one. Yeah, it's not good, like it's not, it's like oh, textbook paper writer. though, it's not good writing paper, but you could use it. Dope. Okay. I could even call, I put it, oh, can I speak words? I could even call No, but if I put it uh, through the, like, copier. I did pause for a Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, I would like you to put in your inventory the scorching okay. rings. No, I did three rings of fire. <laughs> sure. It's um, in my notes as a scorching ring. Uh, a matching set of three golden rings inlaid with a singular thin ruby line bisecting each individual ring. They allow the, weir the wearer to cast the spell Scorching Ray once per long rest. So I need you to record that they allow you to cast Scorching Ray once per long rest. Cast Scorching. And you do not need to be a caster to cast it. Is this an official 5e thing? No. Cool. Um, I will employ a handful of magic items that are out of 5e, but almost everything will be homework. Because I kind of got on a weird binge a while back, and there's like, there are like a few hundred homebrewed magic items in this campaign. Is the, that's really cool. Is the heart cover homebrew? Yes. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I've given you one item yet that wasn't. Okay, I'm gonna wow. make a whole page of notes for that. <laughs> Even the sea stone? Yeah. Cool. I know because I googled the sea stone and it didn't come up with anything. Yeah. Yeah, you can you feel free to Google stuff, but there's not a lot that I'm going to give you that you'll find notes for. Which I think is great for the world because then we can't just like Google our way mm, into yeah. stuff. It is also partially intentional. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um. So, by, uh, Craig, you can now cast Scorching Ray once per long rest. So oh, that's a home boost. Oh, which is also wait, is I think a... your first range option. I think it's yeah, as a bonus action too. You can do it as a bonus thing. action. Hmm? No. No, I can't. Just uh, but if you want to, can you hand me the player's handbook real quick? Yes. That you own now. My player's handbook. Is, um, is the spell, wait, what was the spell that it allows you to cast? Scorching Ray. Is that homebrew? No. No, that's a 5e spell. Spells are still spells. Can you uh, make homebrew spells? You can. The world does have a handful of those too, but we haven't what gotten there called? yet. One more time, I, my brain is shut. Um, what are they called? What's the spell? Uh, so, oh, it's, yeah. I wrote it it's this page yeah. right here. Micah, mm -hmm. so every time you want to you want to reference the spell, you'll take a player's handbook, either Abby or Landon's, and you'll turn to this page, and the spells are in the back. Okay. Um, and so basically, they can go for 120 feet. Oh, oh um, wow. You fire three rays. You'll roll the hit with each, with all three individually, mm -hmm. and each one will do 2d6 fire damage. 
Wow. So you have a potential of 66 fire damage. Holy cow, I'm very happy I'm using these. You are currently far and away the most dangerous person in the party with those in your hand. Nice. Dope. Nice. I feel like that's For the record, that could have one shot the sea hag. Oh my god. (laughs) Potentially. That's insane. I'm very scared to what we paid for it then. Yeah. It is what it is. Burns. That was a feisty cough. <coughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm 21. Well, I'm, I guess I'm 24, but anyway. Are the um, rings? Are the rings? Does anyone have identical? They're all three identical. Okay. Okay. I'm so anyone have questions about anything else they got? I have many. Questions. I want to know what the dragon skill does. Oh yeah, no, I, you should have a dragon skill. History check. <laughs> no, I don't. Can I do an insight really? check? Huh? Can I do an insight check? Sure. It's just a dragon scale, that's all it is? How valuable well, is it? For the record, there's no such thing as just a dragon scale. It's a dragon scale. So it's like saying... It, what's a good comparison? A it's like skull. It's like being handed a gold bar and being like, it's just a gold bar. Or it's like being held a, handed an iPhone and being like, it's just an iPhone. Or the Mona like, Lisa. Being handed the Mona Lisa and being like, oh, it's I wonder just if I, I wonder if they can make it into a tattoo. So point oh, to that, that um, dragon scales, you don't necessarily know this. Actually, you specifically have no way of knowing this, knowing you. But dragon scales are extremely valuable. Um, and then beyond that, they come from an extremely magical creature. So they're capable of a great many things. You don't know what those are. And also, you learned what gold was about a week ago. So you have no idea uh, you guys have a dragon scale. Me as a player is like, let's make this into a tattoo. And, me as a and then, so all three of you all have, have left Madame Miskor's... Uh, I used to spell that. Um, M-I-S-K-O-R. Cool, thanks. You guys have left Madame Miskor's majestic menagerie. Um, and uh, all three of you all are now standing in the street. Uh, Craig, you have rings on your hand. Yeah. Greta, you are holding a red dragon scale. Uh, can I put that, like, can I tuck that into my robes? Or Immediately, something? yeah. They yeah. disappear into your yeah. frightening array of robes. Yep. Um, and Boz, you are just holding a jar about this big with a beating heart in it in the street. We need to go put these things You guys stand yeah. there for about a second, and every person who walks by goes... And looks just at what's in your hands, boss. But people keep walking. It's like New York. It's freaky, but people keep going. Let's go back to the uh, the tavern. If we see any fruit, can we stop? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. Um, so, you guys start walking down the street. Um, and uh, you get about... Oh, wait. I need to record which of these items have been sold. <gasps> so, like... I'm just thinking, like, if people go into... Oh, you guys just changed, yeah. Nice. There's stuff that used to be in this shop that's not anymore because the other group bought that's it. That's really cool. In the menagerie shop? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, they didn't get anything from there. They made different calls. <laughs> oh. Did they choose to attack her? No, they chose not to get anything. Oh. Pong. Good for Oops. them, I guess. Hey, maybe they were the smart ones. Oh, uh, it's cool. It's fun. <laughs> Well, uh, whatever happens, don't feel too bad. You didn't start your campaign by getting in, by like, uh, just yeah. like basically insulting a massive criminal organization. I'm glad so, about yeah. that. What is she gonna do? The haunt us? I mean, come on. She knows. She my seemed name. pretty friendly, honestly. She wasn't. She was a little creepy, but I mean, a little needy, little yeah. like a little desperate. <laughs> inspiration, inspiration, inspiration. Oh my goodness! Beautiful inspiration. Um, what was the last thing that I was gonna? Uh, you guys know. walking back to the tavern? Yeah. What was yeah. I? Oh, said, wait, I have to roll something to see if. Something... Okay, sorry, sorry. So you guys, you guys start working your way back down the street, um, having explored 
two of the like 12 explorable shops here, uh, which is totally fine because this is Port Esplanisana is one of the biggest port towns back in the world. You guys can just day. keep coming back and back and back. You will never run out of content here. Um, but you guys start working your way back down the street. You get about halfway down and uh, Buzz, what are you doing with the big glass vial with a heart beating in it? As you're walking with it. I'm just asking. It can be anything. I'm just curious. I, um... Carrying it on your head like a No. Um... Talk to it like it's your, like, a family member and just really freak people out. Is it like a typical human heart or does it have, like, different valves or... or... Make, a, make a medicine check. Okay. That's, Wait. That'd be sick if you knew that. Are you proficient in medicine? No. No. I, oh, actually, so, no, I'm not proficient, but I just, I, I, for some reason, know a lot about medicine. What's, <laughs> what's your medicine score? Plus five. Yeah, roll a medicine check. I feel like that's high enough. 17. Hey, you're, dude, you're not rolling below 10. Look at you. It turns out when you get plus five to your roll, you can actually do pretty well. It's awesome being Abby. Anyway, um, so <laughs> you, uh, uh, you look at it pretty carefully. Um... You said you got a 17? Yeah. So, not as good as an 18, but better than a 16. <laughs> <laughs> Let me spit in my hand. Uh, um, you still have your inspiration? Yes. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Man, it's crazy that I never use that. Uh, and I just hand that out like candy. It's crazy. I literally anyway. got it like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> that's so true. I, yeah, I, you, I already, you said you had this a last time. roll I've done since the time. That's true, that's true. Um, so, uh, I guess I can use it if you want me to. <laughs> with a 17. It, okay, it's definitely humanoid. No question. And it's too big to be like uh, a gnome heart or, you know, like something like that, orc? a halfling. It's definitely, what? An orc? Well, no, like it could, it could be like human or dwarven, or, oh. but it doesn't look big enough. Like, and the degrees of separation between like a human and an orc aren't impossibly big, but you know, one side bigger. It doesn't look like orcish or goliath. It's a bit, it, it looks like it's like elven or human or dwarven size. Um, and the configuration of valves look about right. Um, because where you're from, the natural, like, internal, like, everything natural is just natural. And nobody's weird about anything. So, like, if something died, um, you know, using all of it would be pretty normal. That. Not that that's terribly common where you're from. But if something did die, um, and maybe, like, in the course of healing someone or conducting some sort of a ceremony of healing, you might be familiar with all sorts of things. There is something slightly off about it. So that's what you get. It looks middle, medium-sized humanoid. But something looks slightly wrong about it. Is it like shiny? No. It, like it shiny. just looks. It looks like it just barely started the process of decay and then was stopped short of it. And it just keeps beating. But what are you doing with the jar? You're just holding it in front of you? It's fine if you are, I'm just asking. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just holding it in okay. front of me as I walk. Just holding it. Um, it's very much, ah, what's a good equivalent? It's like you're in the middle of, of like, like South Dallas. Okay. Uh, it's like you're walking through Deep Ellum and you just have like, um, the inside of a TV that you're walking around with. Everyone's looking at you cause it's weird, but also there's a lot of weird stuff there and nobody's stopping. Yeah, so everyone's like, that's yeah. weird. And everybody's like, anyway, I got to be there. Um, and so some people look more shocked than others. But as you guys <laughs> make it... Half my hair is gone. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, like, you look unclean. You look confused. Beautiful. But you oh. look frightening. You look deranged. <laughs> Half your hair is gone. You're holding a, a jar with a beating heart in it. And a couple of the silver scale soldiers walk by and get a real curious look. Um... 
Make a general charisma check, boss. Can I, I don't want to throw the beating I, heart. What else am I supposed to do? It's the magic lane. They know. sell body parts right there. Can, can I do it with advantage? They sell body parts. That's fair. I, I don't know. Okay, that, now he's not gonna. Why do don't it. you roll? Why don't you roll a charisma check? I literally have plus zero to charisma. I'll tell you what. That was an excellent point. You made. <laughs> I dropped the dice. That was an excellent point you made about there being body parts for sale. Those aren't still moving. But yeah, add your proficiency bonus. I guess. Is that plus two? Two. Okay. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Oh yeah. <laughs> I rolled a nat one. How many are you at now? Like six of those. You have like wow. a nat one for every session. As soon as Zachary's like, hey, roll something for this random thing, I'm like, oh, three. <laughs> that is 17. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Uh, both of the guards like look really confused, look up at you, and you're just sort of like, and they both they both kind of give each other a look like, well, whatever's happening, that guy just looks like a nice guy. And, <laughs> and they just, I think that's the vibe I give off in real life, yeah, like, honestly. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, all things aside, Buzz, right. you're just kind of a nice, gentle dude, and they're, they just kind of get a look. It's like, it's like you see the hippiest looking person ever, and they're walking around with a whole spleen in their hand, like a whole kidney in their hands, and you're like, oh, that's concerning. But I mean, that person couldn't possibly be doing so bad with it. So they just keep walking. Um, and uh, you guys get to about the end of the street. You're about to work your way back in the market district, and you guys hear a... Um, Hey! 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 Like, from about, like, well, to your right. And do you guys turn to look at where the call's coming from? I don't. I run. But do you no. run? No. You don't can run, run if don't you run. want. I don't, uh... You can do I anything think you about want. I think about, I think about it like, okay, I saw the silver scale people looking at me. Are you guys, like, stop for a second while you're thinking I about keep, it? I keep, I keep, I keep walking. I turn the next... I keep walking. I, I turn the next... Like, okay, stop so Greta keeps walking forward, Boz stops, and Craig turns onto a different street. So, and you guys are back to the central plaza that leads into different districts of the market district. So Craig, you just go back down the armament street. You just go down a different street, like sort of like, oh no, 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 no. Greta, you're just sort of like, stay cool, stay cool, stay cool. And you guys keep walking forward, and Boz, you freeze in your tracks. Um, I turn around. Okay, you turn and you look, and you're looking at that like monster, um, like sort of bizarre. And there's this huge Goliath leaning forward. Because um, I called my half-orc earlier and I was wrong. I checked my notes. He's a Goliath. Um, this really... He's bald. Well, you've never seen a Goliath before. No. I'm like... Uh, wait, no. There was one, there was one at the, at the uh, bar in the end. In the, but um, he's just this really huge, muscular, pale, hairless uh, dude. Um, he's got on this smock, this heavy leather smock apron. Craig, you're like 30 feet down the next street now. No, wait. Can um, Craig stop and like try and... Okay, sure. You stop and you look for your friends. They're not there. You turn around. Greta's walking that way. Boss is frozen. What are you doing? I, we'll come back to it. Yeah. So <laughs> this really big dude, he's leaned over the bar and he's really intimidating looking as he leans forward and he goes, what's that? It's mine. No, come here. No, what? What? I want to pay you for it. I, I don't even, I'm, uh, maybe come, tomorrow. Come on. I don't want to buy, I don't want to sell it. <sighs> and like a hand just reaches below the bar and there's just this, and this huge black bag full of something that looks like coins slams down on the counter. And he goes, come on, I don't have all day. I walk over. He's okay. okay. I, over. I like walk over, but not like, hey, I'm going to buy sure, that. Sure. Just like, As you get closer and closer, it's bigger and bigger. This is a big dude. He's probably yeah. like seven foot. Um, and he has the body of like, like an NFL running back, but the proportions of a linebacker. Um, and he's leaned over the counter. And you can see now as you get up to the counter, there you are looking at a space that's probably like 40 by 50. It's 
huge. Uh-huh. And the whole place, like behind the counter, there's probably like seven other staff there. Um, there's There are a couple half-orcs, one full-orc, um, two gnomes, and everybody is just, is like, like, it's like the cooks in a well, uh, like a high, like a very prestigious kitchen. Nobody's talking, nobody's stopping, everyone is working on something. One, uh, like, like about 10 feet into the middle, there's this large table where someone has a tentacle, and the tentacle is still moving. And it's slapping around, trying to slap the guy, and the orc is like slapping it around from his face. He pulls up a huge meat cleaver and just, and starts cutting it out of the middle. And pulling out tendons. Um, about 10 feet over, a gnome has a very tiny little knife that's glowing at the bottom, and they're just carving very carefully into what looks like the stone of something. Um, one of the orcs is carrying a huge barrel, and sort of like, with it, and as they like bump into something, and a little, like, like uh, something spills out of the top, and an eye falls out. And he just sets it down and picks up the eye and bloop, drops it in and keeps carrying it. And there's, there's like these huge, like arachnid, like legs hanging from the ceiling. And then one of, one table is just full of what looks like a huge pelt laid onto itself. And it looks like there's different heads connected to the pelt. There's different monster parts everywhere. And the counter is full from side to side with different people yelling and shouting things and different staff members are attending them. And this big guy with the smock is just standing there looking at you and he goes, now what's that? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, can you tell? Can you tell? You me? don't even know exactly what it is. That you no, know. but I gave a lot for it. You just bought it. Yes, I just bought it. How much for? I point to my head. My hair is gone. <laughs> okay. He goes. You, you paid your hair. Yes. For that heart. I did. All right. That's. Pretty weird. You gotta follow your gut. You know what I mean? Okay. I came from that weird one, the weird shop over there with the monkey. And then he sits up straight and looks like he's second thinking that heart. And he goes, No, no, I want it. Um, <laughs> all right, what do you want for it? I, I, I honestly. What I, do you want? What is it? I don't know. It's a heart that's still beaten in a jar. Well, then I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it with me. I don't want anything. I'm not going to sell something. I don't even know what it is. All right. Okay. You're not bad at this, are you? I think and it's just common just, sense. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he pulls open the bag, which for the record is about this big around. Oh my gosh. And he just <laughs> undoes it. And he takes out this wooden pail from beneath the counter. Just goes. And like, like a big tanker. And just fills it with gold. And <laughs> down on the counter. And he goes. Uh, we can count that out, but that's probably a thousand. I don't, I don't want it. I, I, I gave my hair for this. <laughs> Buddy, I hate to be the person to tell you this, but your hair will grow back. I can get you a lot for this. If you help me figure out what this is, that'll be the first step. Mm, looks like a heart. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a spleen. <laughs> make a charisma check. Make a general, make a general persuasion check. Persuasion? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. That is 15 plus 5. Nice. Nice. No, sorry, plus 4. 19. Um, also, I just realized as I was sitting here thinking back to the session when the other people dealt with him, I've been doing the wrong accent. So I'm going to fix that now. Okay. <laughs> um, what does Cockney sound like? Okay, yeah, that's his voice. I've been doing Scottish and it's the wrong accent. You guys don't care because you've never met this NPC, but they're established in the campaign, so I have to get this right. My um, So he goes, uh, he goes, um, Cockney, talking Cockney. All right, um, nope. We're just back to Scottish. <laughs> uh, the the Madame Miscor really throws me. It's like a cal- uh, uh, yeah. palate cleanser. 
Um, uh, okay, so this is a British accent right here. And Cockney's down lower. Raffer? No? Fine, he's Scottish today. I don't care. <laughs> um, so I can only do the voices for somewhere I'm messing up. And he goes, Oh, right, it's like humanoid, you. but it's different. It's yeah, different. I don't know, man. Okay, sometimes items come into my shop, and I just get them appraised later. But that's a still beaten heart in a jar. Right? I want it. Right? I want it too. He reaches his hand under the counter, pulls out another <laughs> <My> tanker. Lays <laughs> <laughs> it down on the counter. I'm not selling it. I just got it. I need to look at it. Someone else at the counter is like walking over and going, looking at the gold <laughs> and looking up, and he like starts to look up, and it like like reaches a hand across, and the big dude just turns and looks at him, and he goes, and walks away, and he goes. What's your name? Big John. Big John. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not there. You're not there. Oh, also, let's come away. What are you two doing? I wanna, I wanna like, is this, when I heard Boz's voice, I turned around and yeah. I like, I wanna. Okay, so you know. Boz is sitting at the counter. The yeah. jars, uh, the jar, the heart and jars on the counter. There are no, two no, tankards. It's not on the counter. I have it. Okay, hands. sorry, in your hands. There are two tankards brimming with gold <laughs> and a much larger sack next to them, and there's a big Goliath leaning over talking to him. I find. I find Boz. Yeah, I go I'm back gonna, to the Boz. It's not hard, you got 30 feet away. You turn around, there's bars at the counter. Yeah, I'm gonna hobble back, not hobble, I'm gonna like, dee, dee, okay, so the second, person, the second person <laughs> lays a leg down, moves with one leg, and falls across the No, I'm just kind of like, I'm gonna do that. If anyone gets anything out of this episode today, they're gonna know what the word hobble does and does not mean. No, I didn't hobble. I did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, you haven't heard anything that's happened so far, but you know, anyway. Where Boz, I'm from, we, we have no money. Money does not matter. I, I don't, I don't, I, I haven't. He doesn't, he doesn't say a word. He just squints his eyes and takes one of the tankards and pours it back into the bag. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm sorry. It looks like a magic heart. Boz. I know. That's why I want it. That's why I want what it. What do you want it for? I don't know, but I, I felt like I needed it. Okay. Uh, he sort of like leans a, an elbow on the counter. What do you feel like he needs from there? And he points back into the, the room full of monster parts. We have a dragon scale. He, he no, we don't. whips around, no, we the don't. other elbow slams into the counter. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> he pulls back out two more tankards and just <laughs> no, we fills don't. them with gold and lays no, them we the don't. counter. It's not with me. It's not with me, so I can't sell it right Boss, now. I think we he should looks go to back. both of you all who are standing here. And I take it one of you to us, the dragon scale. No. Why would we Make have a, a dragon check. scale? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I don't want to talk. It's like when you're walking on the street and the guy with flyers is like really, yeah, really no. pushy. So that's a 14. Okay. He goes, mm. 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 What do you want for the dragon scale and or the heart? I think we should leave. I think we're going to leave. Thank you I, so much, though. I, I really like money. I really like money. There's a sensible man. You can always trust a dwarf. Now, if we're What yeah. do you want for either item? He doesn't have any. I either. don't. I. I like put my hand behind my back. I don't know. He just stands back up and he goes, All right, fine. I don't like being invested like this. Okay. What color is the scale? Don't, we're not saying that. We're not it's saying rainbow. Wait, if we tell us, can you tell us, like, what is. Sure. What's the. Why do you want this? Yeah, like, what, what is the. Because it's a dragon scale and I deal in monster parts. We just feel really what can we get in return? Right now and we don't feel comfortable. Other than gold! Other than gold! Anything in the shop 
And he turns around and gestures to what just do do a menagerie of monster parts. What do you use that stuff for? Like, why does I said fight? it to other people. People use it for spell components. People make it into armor, weapons. What do you, I don't you use know. a dragon scale for? Armor, weapons, cool. divination. Cool. I don't know. Cool. Very cool. What do the different colors mean? What color is yours? Give us, like, the top three. Yeah. I mean, what? Listen, the, I'm just trying to verify so I don't get lowballed. What's the harm? <laughs> I'm not going to lowball you. I do this for a living. I know, which is why I expect you to... Is it green? Mm, we don't know. I don't actually, know what I'm color the scale you're holding is. I'm not colorblind, Deception actually. Check. I'm not actually... Perception. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Four, 18. He believes you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's a shame, but surely someone in your group knows what color. Is it green? <laughs> is it green? <laughs> is it blue? Craig just looks down at his Is it feet. red? It's one of those. It's one of those. It's red. It's not red. He looks over, he looks over at Craig who suddenly looked up <laughs> and he goes, well, that's quite valuable. I'd pay you good gold for a dragon scale. What, is a red, what does red mean? It's from the biggest and the meanest and the worst of the dragons. Sick. What? Okay. Um, I think that the dragon scale is meant to be sold. In my I opinion. I want to make it into a tattoo. I... How you no! Do? No! I want to wear it as armor. Just one dragon scale? Oh my gosh. You know what <laughs> tattoo we could get for might, that much money? 500 gold for the dragon scale. That's not even worth a tattoo. I don't know if I could... Yeah, that's true. We want a tattoo. We're not selling these things. We're not selling them. 750 go gold We're going to go now. We're leaving. We're, We're going to go now. He just keeps I looking at Craig. I walk away. Let's go, Craig. Let's go. I walk away. I say, thank you. It's been nice to meet you. 3,000 gold for the hunt. And when he says that, every like everybody around is kind of quiet and looks. Um, whether or not it's a lot of money, you don't know. But a Craig, lot of people are bartering here, and everybody's please. looking at what's happening. I I jump at Greta. I jump. She at doesn't Greta. have the heart. I don't care about the heart. Fine, you jump at Greta. What do you do? I jump at Greta. I'm trying to get a hold of this guy. No, I'm contested athletics. Jumping around. Contested, right. contested, contested right. athletics. Roll, <laughs> well, Craig. Preferably on the table. Four. It's a four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no. Ooh, the barbarian meets the cleric. Um, so, Craig reaches over and just wrenches the scale away from your hands. It's in. No, it's in my. It's in my cloaks. Oh. I don't care. Um, Craig reaches a hand into your cloak and pulls out the scale, <laughs> rips it out of your grasp. Craig, Craig is now holding Craig. the scale. Look, Craig. We are, we are not friends. We're friends, Craig. Tattoo. No, we we're are... friends, Craig. You can't. What you're not a dictator, Craig. You can't. Where did make... you get that? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to leave now. I have to leave now. <laughs> I, to leave. I can't good. be here. I was good. All right, there. Where did you get the scale? We got, we got it from the shop. We got it from the shop. With the crazy the shop lady. With the crazy monkey and the crazy Craig, lady. give it back. Oh no, 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 no. never mind. I don't want the scale. We got you the heart from it? there too. Don't you want the scale? We got the heart from there too. Why don't you want the scale? I'm still interested in. 3, give me back the scale, Craig. <laughs> what is so bad about that place? There's, what there's is really bad nice. about the scale? No, about the the shop. What's weird about it's a weird Craig, shop. Give me What's bad about it? He just gives you a face that goes. Craig. And then he goes three thousand for the heart. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. Okay. Craig, can you give me the scale back? No. That was so rude. I don't trust I don't you anymore, care. Craig. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's turn around and leave. I just turn around and start walking. I said it was great me to meet too. you. It was great to meet me you. Too. We leave. Oh, we're gone. Look at her. He walks away. I hate this. I and hate he this just, so much. 
<gasps> pulls up the tankers and pours it all into the bag and throws them angrily down on the counter. And <gasps> pulls the bag under. And there's like one person who walks up, like like sort of uh, sort of like, hey, this is hot. And the the guy just leans over the counter and screams at him, "Goy!" And they just like like <laughs> the person gets really scared. Should have sold the heart. No, you shouldn't have. Stop talking. No. Stop talking, Craig. No. What so now these three of you are walking back down the street. Bosley Craig half, throws like, half the scale at. No, you don't. Do you really throw the scale? <laughs> he like tosses it to Greta to catch because he's I don't annoyed trust you and anymore. done. It's not about the Greta, scale. It's about Greta, done. do you catch the scale? Yeah. Okay, you catch the scale. How big is a scale compared to Greta? <laughs> Can I it's wear like a shield it size? A hat. It's like a shield Can size. Can I make oh it into gosh. a shield? Or like let's armor? Take this, let's take yes. the scale back to the guy. Should we do who that now? Yes, let's go back to okay, him. Okay, yeah. His name is. I hate them so much right now. Craig, I hate them so I much. I want to say now. bad words at you right now. I... <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Do you have already it. have it? <laughs> I hate it out way too much. We're all gonna be killed by a shop hag in like two weeks. So let's just go <laughs> to the armor shop and make into something. Let's just sell the heart. No. Craig, literally no. Why would you sell something when you don't? So you guys are just is? shouting as you walk down the street. Are you guys headed to? <laughs> yeah, we're down walking the to, uh, to yeah. his house. I'm okay, going to the tavern and I'm gonna go sleep and be angry. The Paul okay, so Craig, you separate from your group. No, I'm kidding. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Never mind. You don't. You think about it real hard. <laughs> you keep walking with I'm gonna think about it. You guys, you guys turn down that street and go back toward uh, Seagor's pauldron. Um, you find the same stone shop. Go in. Uh, there's like a pause. And uh, after a little bit, like, like, cause you guys go in and that's like a ding, 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 the door above the uh, bell above the door. And eventually um, the dwarf with the dark black beard and the streaks comes back and he goes. So hello. We had a great time. We, we went to Magic Lane <laughs> and I got a haircut. It's your <laughs> I, yes. I what can you do with this? And I kind of gesture for, can you make that into something good? What do you dragon skill. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that crazy lady with the long arms, long feet? What do you think of like is she bad? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. You know okay. the the um the how the building with the monkey, the monkey thing? skeleton in monkey front of skeleton? it? Okay, that's no? all right. No? What can you do with it? Can you is make the dragon skeleton skill? Yeah. Yes. Like armor maybe? And this very <laughs> stoic, serious-looking dwarf, who looks like the composure of someone rough and strong, just looks stunned, and he's just like... Yes. Okay. What do you want to do? I don't, I don't want to, like, take this from y'all. Like, do y'all want... Some, you, no, like, this is yours. Are you sure? I don't want to take it. I'm not your sandwich for this. Do you want these involved also with the... Uh, what was the, the thing you guys ordered? The uh, a dagger. Do you all also want this in association with the dagger? Is there we, any way that like you can like make it into like a plate of armor or like a shield or something? It is too few for armor, but even it could for be a gnome. Into a shield okay, for you. and then um, is any leftovers you could use on his dagger? Oh, that would be like pretty. Cool. Yeah, with like little red detailing. I like that. I hate y'all so much right now. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I will do it. Um, Listen, we're, we don't have a whole lot of, of cash right now. Actually, it's a dragon scale. I will work on it. That's incredible. This is the chance of my lifetime. You want a dragon scale shield? Yeah. I will make you a dragon scale shield. And this character is very flattened and expressionless last time. Gets, seems to get very excited. And he sort of... I'm clapping. This is incredible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, 
oh, I should probably charge something, but it's driving skill shield. But my services are valuable. Um, I like this guy. He's valuing his like value his time. Uh, Thirty gold. Okay. Yeah, I think Deal. that's fair. A dragon skill shield. It will be done. It will be done. I will still need the full three days. I will put off all other work for this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will not sleep tonight. And he picks up the shield, and he's like, he's this really serious like stone demeanor dwarf, and he just looks thrilled, and he just sort of he reaches over and grabs you, Greta. And he goes, <laughs> "I am sorry for my impropriety," and he just hugs you really tight, <laughs> and your face gets buried in his beard, and he just holds you back, and he goes, "Ah!" And he turns around and goes. And he just turns around and he, he walks over to the front of his shop, flips, he pulls out a sign and slaps it on the front that says, we're closed in big letters, hangs it on the front, walks back into the shop and says, I will see you all in three days. And he just storms back in the back of the shop where you assume there's like a, like a, like a blacksmithing shop. Nice. And immediately you hear, I like this. I think it's, it's funny because the last time we came in, we were like, I don't oh, think like, he... we don't have a bunch of money. Like, we're trying to save. And then we come back, like, the same day with a uh, dragon scale. To be scale. clear, you came back on, like, an hour with the dragon scale. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're we, like, trying to save. We, he didn't ask for the money up front. We'll just pay him with the 75 when we get back, right? Okay. So, all right, let's go back to the room. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of want. And how much was the previous amount? Uh, it was 75 for the dagger. I okay, so he asked for another 30. So, so it's 100. 105. So we haven't paid him yet. No. No. Do we have 105 gold? Yeah, we yeah. do. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I open the I count every single little. <laughs> yeah, we have at least 105. You guys the, are there for literally 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really, really. We go back okay. to the tavern. Um, you guys walk out. You head all the way back across town, walking for like another 15 minutes to the tavern. You do talk about it. You're doing the other way. You're still. I'm still looking for fruit. The jar with a heart in the way. Oh, make an investigation check. Wait, what are you doing? Very excited about Greta getting a dragon. Fifteen. Scale shield. Wow, this this game's amazing. I love Dungeons and Dragons so much. Um, He's not wrong. You're on the way back, and you are looking everywhere. No fruit. No fruit. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. There's a food district. And you, (laughs) after the market district, you just walk by and you're like, "Oh, that's a whole street full of food carts." And you like turn down a little bit, and there is. I am not exaggerating. More fruit than you've ever seen in your life. Wow. And you recognize maybe a tenth of it. Okay. But the majority is kinds of varieties you okay. don't recognize. I'm going to go with like, er, hey guys, can I go grab like a, a snack? Do whatever you can want. Can we meet you back at the tavern? Because I want to get this there can as soon as possible. Can I have like a gold? Uh, can <laughs> No, gold is too much. We need but to like we like, don't have any change. Or I, like, do we you have, have any two silver. Yeah. Can I have a silver? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, give, I give Greta two silver. Okay. I'm like the treasurer of our group. You are. <laughs> Which is amazing. No also, this reference is for like four people, but shout out, shout out to Ox Venture. Um, but anyway. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, you have yeah. two silver. Okay, so I'm going to walk up and pick gra- Okay, sorry. so, you, Do so wanna, I don't want to... Do you guys go to the tavern? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to the tavern. Okay, so both of you guys walk away. You walk down this like... Now, to be fair, like the whole mar- how the market district is just littered with places to eat mm-hmm. along the way, but you just find a little a little group of like... Uh, maybe like a hundred feet long. That's just nothing but food stands. No. And there's probably like twenty different food stands. So you can okay. just walk up to one. Okay. Um, there's there's some fruits you recognize, some apples, some other stuff, and then there's a lot of stuff you don't. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go up and grab like I'm gonna go up into one that like is one that I recognize from like my hometown, or, like my home place. Uh, in Zillium or that place? Zillium. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so there's not a lot of fruit in Zillium because it's a lot okay. of fields. So However. There are, one of the best things from Zillium are these deep blueberries yeah. that taste, they're like if blueberries could also have a honey taste. Oh. They taste incredible. 
and there's a big fresh basket of them and you have literally not seen these in years um and there's a huge basket okay so i'm gonna be like i have two silver is there a person there uh yes there is Sure, why not? I'm feeling crazy today. Um, they, uh, you walk up, and someone turns around. It is about... He's an elf. Um, uh, and he's about six foot two. Very thin. V- odds or evens? Odds. Yes, natural one. Um, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. The last natural one you've ever rolled. Let's get weird. Um, he has very long golden wavy hair, but like just on the life. sides. The middle is completely shaved. Um, he has a very thick mustache, but just on the sides. The middle is completely shaved. He has a long beard, but just... Or no, he's an elf, so he doesn't have any facial hair. Um, so just the long hair, completely shaved in the middle. He has very light blue eyes. Okay. Um, a scar that runs down this part of his face, down this part of his jaw, but then across this part of his jaw, and down this part of his neck, and then back up around this way. Um, very thin, thin scar. Um, he has long, like, thin features, and he just sort of, you walk up and he goes. Can I have, I have fruit. Fruit. <laughs> Would you like some of my fruit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lovely. What fruit would you like? The blue ones. What are they, what, DM, what are they called? I know them. DM, what are they called? Um, what do you want them to be called? I can know the name or you can just, I don't know, fun the Snapples. <laughs> <laughs> Snappleberries? Do you want yeah. Snappleberries? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snappleberries? That's a, yes. Fine, have your inspiration back. <laughs> I gave this away too, way too much. I'm probably going to do this later at higher levels, but it's fine. Let's just have fun. Well, listen, I, I rolled bad anyway. So basically, it's like, yes, have a normal roll. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Would you like this Snapple? <laughs> I have two silver, and I would like all of the Snapple... Wait, how many Snapple berries can I get for two silver? Because last time I made <laughs> I it... I could probably get you most of the berries. How big is... DM, how big is the... um? How big is the, the container? Can I carry that hey, easily? It's about as big as you are. Okay. Because you're a gnome. How much... How? And he's just... Dancing. Two silver, you could get about half of it, I guess. Okay, can I have all... Can I have a half of two silver? Mm-hmm. Okay. He just he just takes out like a big um, basket and hands it to you. I'm gonna like plink the silver at him. <laughs> I can't see it. They fly at him. He tries to catch them. They both they both miss. Okay. And he just oh goes back gosh. to juggling dancing. Where'd you learn how to dance? <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He just finger guns you and doesn't say anything else. He should roll insight on um, if this. If this guy has some other things other than You can <laughs> fill the basket with berries. Okay, yeah, so I do and that. He just continues dancing. I'm gonna like throw a berry at him. Do you want one? Uh, oh. It just off of his face and he just keeps dancing. <laughs> <laughs> his, his like long wavy hair is flowing as he bounces gently back and forth. And then he sort of like falls over a little bit and catches himself on a wall and straightens back out. Okay, cool. You want some fruit? Yeah. And then I, I what do you take want? it and I leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, you walk back out of there. You've got a, a basket full of Snapple berries. It's just canon now. Um, and you make your way back to the end. Um, okay. So. Uh, Wait, is it going to be forever named Snapple Berries? Yeah, that's it. That's just canon. Oh, yay. Um, Snapple Berries. <laughs> so I go back to the tavern and I join them. Uh, let's see. It was good. 
<gasps> oh wait, we have tavern music. Wait a second, wait a second. Again, sorry to listeners who cannot hear this amazing <laughs> yes, music. Yes, we'll have it eventually. So, tavern music. Enter that into whatever you think it is. Oh wait, maybe this? Kind of wish I knew what instrument that was. Ooh, Ooh oh, that yeah. hits, yeah. That's much better for, <laughs> the, for the warm it's hearth. A flute. Um, so, so like, you guys make your way back to the warm hearth. Greta has not returned yet. Okay. Um, do you guys just go straight up to your rooms? Yeah. Yes. I'm like dragging. Sure. sure. Can I like, like, to, like, I don't know, carry this thing at a time where no one's looking or like try to get it up there as like a, like a. Okay. Like put it under your shirt. I would Boss? like you to roll a sleight of hand check at disadvantage. Not stealth? You have a shirt. Sure. Which roll means? a roll a roll a dis roll a stealth check at disadvantage. The DC will be twenty eight. No, are you serious? Because you are carrying a two gallon glass I, jar with a beating heart. I can't roll that high. Like I can only roll twenty four max. Okay, fine. It's a twenty four. So if I roll a natural twenty, okay, it's worth a shot. Okay, disadvantage. So mm -hmm. I have to do it twice. Yes, yeah. I have to. I have to roll. Okay, that's a twenty. And uh, that was a 14. <laughs> and that was a 9. Together they make 23. Okay, so you walk in the tavern, you sort of like try to put it under an elbow. You're just carrying a, a glass jar with a heart beating in it. I, I go up to the room. I do not stop. Okay. I don't talk to anybody. I don't. You like dart to the floor. Everyone <laughs> looks really confused, but you get through everybody. Also, everybody's magically dancing, so they all feel really good. Yeah, about tell yourself thing. whatever you have to tell yourself. I am. You get through the that. you get through the dance area. You work your way up the stairs. Um, Craig, you follow along mopingly. Yeah. Eventually, you guys return back to the room. Oh, your stuff's gone. I'm just kidding. He, he hobbles. Um, he hobbles back up to the room. <laughs> okay. Um, and okay, uh, you guys get back into the room, and you are in your room. You have the key. You unlock everything. You're good. Okay. All right. I want to do something where Craig doesn't see me. That's gonna be really hard. Craig, are I'm... you looking at Boz? Yes. I'm I go with to the Boz. bathroom and I close the door. Okay. Boz goes in the bathroom, and closes the door. I go with him. I don't. Do you go with him? No. Okay. So Boz, you're in a bathroom alone because yes, that'll do it. <laughs> I think about the orb. No. I love this campaign so much. Um, no! Okay, so you you pass in the bathroom, and it locks from the inside, and you sort of sit down in the crapper, and you set down your dog, and how do, what do you how do you do this? I just, um, I don't know, I feel like I close my eyes, and in my mind there's a lot of clouds, almost, kind of like this, like a smoke or clearing, and I almost make it clear to where I can like picture the eye. Okay. Um, Case you sit there thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. Your hands are heavier. You look down and in your hand, there's a small no. glass orb. Um, he has full of orb. dark, black, like inky void moving. Like these, these, um, oh, this is probably the first time I'm describing this in the podcast. Um, uh, there's this pulsing, um, sort of amorphous, um, fluid-like bundle of like some sort of a dense substance uh like sort of like oil is a lot what it looks like black oil but it has like a, a a slight blue and green and purple refractive nature to its edges as it pulses the little glass orb that you're holding and it's in your hands it just suddenly appeared say what did we do <laughs> you might need to be more specific 
And as you look down at it, holding it, the colors like move and shift. And they, that, that, that pulsing material does this thing where it like pulses and pulses. And then it starts to work into long tenderless shapes. And those little like, like corded fluid uh, tendrils start coming out of it. And then eventually it swirls in the middle in the way you've seen it do in the past. And it makes that little black slit of an eye and that dark black eye around it. That, 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 well, no, there's no slit. I'm sorry, just a tiny little black eye in the middle. And you hear the voice in your head. What did I really give up for this heart? You gave up sight. <gasps> Do you know what divination is, Barnes? Not really. It allows creatures to see things when creatures have bits of you they can watch hmm. can they see me right now possibly whose heart is this ah that is valuable question but we are still building trust Yes? Would it matter to you if I stabbed it right now? No. Okay. It is not mine. <laughs> that is your question. Your funny little one. I didn't think it was yours. I just... I don't know. It's a, it's a heart. But, little Buzz, you should be careful. There are many old things in this world. And stabbing strange objects who knows what could happen you're right okay thank you buzz you did not give me up and the voice like the the black amorphous build liquid sort of like starts to pulse back together and then grows kind of still because it's always moving a little bit but yeah. it's only when you sort of like commune with it and its voice enters your head that it gets really rapid just goes back to side moving. You're just holding the orb in your hand. Okay. Um, Craig, you're just sitting in the middle of the room. Boz has locked himself in the bathroom with the heart in a jar. Um, uh, about this time, Greta, you make your way back to the end. Mm -hmm. Oh, it smells amazing. And you've got a basket full of snappleberries. Mm -hmm. um, you sort of like, you know, like yeah. drive your way across yeah. the dance floor. Do you let people take berries as you go by? Yeah. Okay. But people not, are like uh -huh. people are like sort of taking berries, popping in your mouth, like yeah. hey, you're just sort of like walking by. You groove your way up the stairs, you make it around mm -hmm. a corner, and eventually you get to your mm -hmm. uh, to the room. It's unlocked, and you okay. pass in. So when I walk in, I'm like, guys, I brought dinner. What time is it? No, oh, like three in the afternoon. Okay, I say, guys, I brought dinner. Craig ignores you. Like I just like Craig, you've probably out. never tasted anything as good as these berries in your life. Didn't you used to live in a cave? Do you even know what a fruit is? Do you know what this color is? This is blue. The sky is this color, Craig. And I turn around and I knock on the bathroom door. <laughs> uh, I'm busy. I'll be right out. I have dinner. Okay. I, I'm shoving berries under the door. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. That's what you threw up on Craig last <laughs> night, right? Okay. It is just a bit of dry peanuts. <laughs> oh my okay. Okay. So I'm okay, saying... I'm done. And I... Um... <laughs> Boz says that there is no noise of running water, and Boz like sort of mm, opening the door. Oh my 
Berries for you. Or somewhere not where I'm holding it sure, in my hand. Sure. Berries for you, Boz. Oh, thanks. You. Are you holding the, the heart from the jar? I am holding the heart. <laughs> so Bear, Boz walks out, the door opens, he's just holding the jar and it's just going. But he's just standing there. <laughs> half, <laughs> half cut hair on one side. Can you help cut the rest of my hair off? Yeah, for okay. sure. <laughs> I think we should call it now. We yeah. totally can. I'm good, yeah. Yeah, I think okay. we should. And uh, we will call that the end of Adventure 6 Magic. Oh my gosh, you guys. What a big adventure. It's groovy. I feel like I've made a big mistake. Um, Look, you are a big mistake. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. So, but I no, fed you today. No, yeah. we, we know. Are we, are we Oh, I oh, thought yeah. we could just. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We know why. We know how this lady knows because she has a piece of Craig and she has a piece of. So she can constantly be watching y'all. So, like, that's how she knows I'm all really these things. I'm really confused you know? on what um, Old was saying. Like, what What did what did he give up? Like, I didn't give up him, which is what she asked for initially. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but what did you lose? Like, what? I, lost, I gave up my ability. I gave up sight, so basically gave her vision on us. Is that was? Can I understand that what she said or what he said? Uh, that's, that's the way. I, I. No, you guys have to roll the play this next time. Ah, oh, well, you're kind of magic. Right yeah, I mean, I mean, this is kind of post session, but sure. Uh, we're kind of <laughs> not really ending here, but yeah, Boz, why don't you make a make an Arcana check? Okay. Where's my Arcana? Hey, I got plus three to it. Your Arcana. I hey, doubled you... my roll. I'm gonna use my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quit giving you so much of that. <laughs> I rolled a three, and this is what I'm supposed to be good at. Okay, that's fifteen. Nice. Um, divina- divination magic can branch into such spells as scrying, which allow you to watch other creatures, um, and uh, which is actually kind of up your lane. But um, in nice. however many, anyway. Um, but. Uh, when you have something that belongs to a creature's to a creature, it makes it easier to do that. Mm. So that's like, oh, I'm out so of character. Like that's what how I think she's. She knows all these things because oh, she, she wants just personal. Wash anybody she wants. She, yeah, she she seemed to really want like hair or blood or personal items. You know, mm-hmm. it makes me wonder like, what did Craig give up? You know. You just gave up the ability for her to look at you. Like yeah. she can just look at you whenever but she wants. That could have been just for you. I That's gave true. up my diary. A blank page a of it. Blank page. Yeah. Do you know how like there's so much symbolism in giving up a blank page of your diary? Ooh, don't, you're right. don't say these you're gonna give him ideas. Oh no! Stop giving oh, him ideas. I already don't worry about it. I okay. was there half an hour ago. <laughs> he understood. Trust completely. me, we're fine. Do y'all want to go get the pearls next time? Yeah. Because we know where the pearls are. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So All we right, did so, so much in one day. It's three o'clock and we're still like. <laughs> During the break, yeah, we were like, you guys have been, this is all in the course of an, of an early afternoon. <laughs> Heck wow. yeah. I thought we were going to have time to do stuff with like three day limit in Portless Lindy Sun, but here like we, we are getting work. a dragon scale and still beating hard. Yeah. And... Wow. <laughs> Oops, I just hit my microphone. <laughs> Dang it, I was the one to do it. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, this is the end. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I think there's there may be a couple of dead weeks or maybe one week where there's not an episode out because uh, we're, we're taking a break. Which is crazy because we haven't even technically put an episode online yet. So um, we actually could have just not said anything, and they wouldn't have known. Yeah, uh, this feels very authentic to the barely D and D podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Barely You're here. Do. I'm here. We're all here. We're all doing this. Let's just be real with each other. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. We're going to end on that. Zachary, do you want to <laughs> sign us off? Uh, One little nugget of wisdom. Nugget of wisdom. Nugget of wisdom. Don't sell your rights to If you or a loved one has mesothelioma, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Every Friday we play and stuff. Okay, cool. Good night. Good night.